Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, hosting with the Hitman. Hey, everybody. It's a good day. Today is a day we're doing about one man. The animal. Six foot four. Start again. <laughs> start again. I, lo- I lost it there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You need, you need to do the rock, put the put the stats. Yeah. <laughs> put the stats on your no, because I, I know it, but it's like I kind of got mixed up. It's, it's, it's 290. Not, not, All not, right. I was going to say 360, but no. We'll go again. Yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, host with the Hitman. Hey, everybody. It's a good day. Today is a day that we are going to profile. I won't call him the best because he's not the best. But he's one one of the most stylish, one of the most smoothest in ring and outside. Six foot four, three hundred pounds. The animal, Batista, the man who defeated Triple H to become the World Heavyweight Champion. The man who was in the ring when Vince McMahon blew both his quads in the middle of the ring and sat there like a chump. The man who beat John Cena. The man who cried himself out of the re, the man who went to Hollywood, Batista. Mr. Kane, I'm looking forward to this one. I know I'm you are. To this one. You're always, you're always a, a big proponent of Batista. A uh, big proponent, man. He's, he's one of our, uh, I would say that there's certain people that we kind of have go-tos when we when we reference yeah. like a badass or something like that. You always, but cool, cool, it's Batista. He's not cool yeah. like Batista. He's not this like Batista, Batista dress. Uh, you you so. got to say like Vince, Batista. You got to say like Vince. <laughs> Again, people, uh, Jim Cornette, I'm a big fan of you, but I know you crap on Batista. I can't crap on him. Yes, he's not a Bret Hart. He's not a Ron Michaels. But hey, he's slick. He's a great dresser. He's a fairly good wrestler. More, He's had more titles than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mate, you can't knock Batista. Now, our boy, Dave Michael Ba... I see, not Batista, it's Bautista, isn't it? Bautista Jr. Yeah, I remember that. Bautista, yeah. Yeah, Bautista. Funny enough, I didn't realize, again, I forget that he's what? Is it half Greek, half Filipino? Mm, yeah. Filipino dad, is it Greek, uh, Greek Supreme Mother? Yeah, yeah. Got... It was, a, there was a time he was, uh, didn't he go over to, to the Philippines or something like that? There was some, there was some big representation. Yeah, and when he, when he was world champion originally, but yeah, mm. yeah, he's half Philippine, mm. Filipino. And in a way, I know people are going to say, "What's it got to do with me?" You know, my, half my family from my grandfather's side is Filipino, so that half my cousins and aunts and everything are half Filipino as well. So, big up Filipino, Filipino, the Philippines, big up to you. Back to our uh, Mr. Batista or Bautista, sorry, born January nineteenth, nineteen sixty nine. So that would make him what? God, it's 54? Yep. And it's like, it's funny because, you know, we're going to go through his career. This man started wrestling late compared to, you know, myself and you and other people. Mm. He's, a, he's a late star. You know, he's a, what, Washington, D.C. guy. And anybody who knows uh, Washington, D.C. especially, the capital, not known for its safety, not known for being, um, and it's strange because, the capital, you would think, okay, anywhere where the capital is, there's a lot of work. People are doing very well, especially back in the 60s and 70s, even the 80s. It was known for there for me for being a lot of crime, even now, 
a lot of crime, a lot of destitute people. Yes, heavily populated with um, African Americans, with um, Italians, Latinos, especially Asian people, so Chinese, Filipino, um, Malaysian, which obviously makes sense with his father, Filipino, and his, his mom being Greek. <sighs> Strange one about Batista because kind of looking at his career, eh, the only thing I kind of knew him doing, I know he played American football when he was younger. I know he did bodybuilding. And that's really it. Surprisingly. And it's like, he doesn't really have, how, how would you kind of say? He doesn't really have like a sports background. Like, do you know of him having any kind of sports background apart from like the bodybuilding and, you know, American football? No, I think that was that was it, wasn't it? He was sort of very big into bodybuilding mm. pre, pre-wrestling. pre mm. And I mean, that was one of the things, obviously we'll talk about it at some point, but he did go into sort of MMA oh, yeah, yeah. at a later yeah. stage, but like he, he had no actual, not like, Whereas Brock Lesnar had gone into it, Bobby Lashley with like uh, yeah credentials from amateur wrestling, he didn't. Mm. So there was nothing sort of spoken of there. So no, nah, he's he's mostly as you say, bodybuilding was his big mm. passion pr- prior to wrestling. You know, I remember watching like um, a documentary, and I know it's you know it's, it's on his profile anyway. But I remember watching a documentary, and he talked about when he was growing up that he you know was doing like several jobs. That you know, he's working as a, um, a bouncer, he yeah, as a security guard and everything. And he said that you know, like he was just kind of aimless. Like, mm. I think it was like, you know, recently, I think he talked about when he got his um, you know, one of, one of, again, we're gonna go through you know, one of his main current roles at the moment, he's one of his little movies come out. Like, I think he talked about how um, you know, he was ashamed of himself, he didn't know what he was doing, he was kind of being aimless and everything. And I know one of the things that he said is that you know, he had no money basically to feed his kids. That literally was like paycheck to paycheck. When I say paycheck to paycheck, I mean to the point of where your paycheck's coming in. And he remember he said that he was left to like 200 bucks, not even a hundred bucks, hundred dollars, people, at the end of sorry, like in a month. Um, after he's paid his bills and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's got himself, he's got, I think he's got two, I think he had two daughters and he was married as well. Yeah. That's mad. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm mm-hmm. laughing, but I'm not laughing at that. That's mad. That is crazy to think that, you know, especially back then. Big strong guy and everything. He's working door to door. Obviously, he wasn't giving his money or you know whatever it was. But he talked about how bodybuilding saved his life. Mm. But it saved his life. It turned it around and everything. And again, anybody, m- most of us now, obviously, that's listening. We watch wrestling. We, we know about wrestling. I remember, obviously, in hindsight, people. I remember seeing a video of Batista <laughs> in the power plant. No, no, obviously, think obviously didn't know who he was in there. I think obviously you just see like the video and stuff like that. And years later, it's like, oh, look at this though. You know what I mean? And you got, mm. um, what was it? Buddy Lee Parker. Yeah. Sarge. Again, I didn't mind Sarge, but I didn't think it was anything great anyway. But Batista talked about it on his um, DVD. Again, I'm going to go through what I remember from documentaries and everything. He talked about how he hated Sarge. He couldn't stand his guts. And he mm. said, he was, what was it? Like, you got this little five foot five midget guy telling me this big muscle guy and everything. Do this, do this, do this. And he was doing it. But he said, you know, like he was near enough vomiting. I mean, in, I mean to be to be fair to Buddy Lee Park, he was a bit of a muscle, muscle guy himself. He was just yeah. <laughs> he wasn't built. He was built like no. a brick. <laughs> oh, he was. He was. <laughs> but yeah, and, I mean, yeah, I think he felt like he was maybe overcompensating, like oh, which he probably was. Yeah. I Potentially, but was. I mean, yeah, he sounds like he was a real like hard ass for mm. for training. But then obviously, yeah, there are some people. Goldberg is probably the the biggest sort of advocate of his who came out of the training and you know was a success and and praises him yeah but yeah batista is like the the other like flip side of that coin who really did and, a good trainer and yeah t- sort of drove him out a little bit from oh yeah yeah almost put him off 
and this is basically like a, a, a um, additional information. What a lot of people don't realize, which again, I, I love Anton knows me, I love history, mm. especially you know, history in general, but you know, history with countries and sports, politics. Most people don't realize, you know, that Bob Seb was actually part of his class as well. Was he? So, yeah, you see, mm. M- MMA fire, you know, football is an IWGP world champion, Bob Sapp. Mm. Uh, they call him in, in Japan, they call him the. He, 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 it's funny because basically he's like their first one about Michael Jackson. Like, mm. I remember seeing like yeah. pictures of videos. Oh, I, I remember him being all yeah, <laughs> a big big craze back in those days. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, as an as an actual fire, he wasn't one of the best. Oh no 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 no! Because no, obviously he, his main thing was like he went into and he was like, built like a brick. Yeah, he, he looked. I mean, like a... he looked the part oh. definitely. He left and looked the part. Yeah, yeah, and he and he, he did do. I mean, he did pro wrestling, but he also did sort of yeah. MMA, yeah, grappling. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I wasn't aware that he was in the same mm-hmm. class. And. From what from the information that you know I get, it says that how he went over to the Alpha and Seekers Trainers um school. Yeah. Is it um the Wild Samoan Training Center? Yeah. And I'm trying to think. I know Christian's been there. I know uh, Christian's been there. I know Edge went there as well. Obviously, the Usos and everybody else, I'm sure, obviously went there as well. But I know Jim Cornette. Again, I'm going, I get, this is a lot is from memory people. So it's like it's not me kind of it's, you know, I mean it's me from memory. I know Jim Cornette said that how. You know, Batista, the only thing that Arthur told him is basically to write a check. Like he came to, and it's like he came from um, Arthur and Seeker. Obviously, I'm sure they taught him the basics. They taught him yeah. the basics. Then he went to OVW, and this was like around the beginning of 2000. Yeah. And like Jim Cornette talks about how he was a frail demon. You know, he was always, oh, snakes, you know, he was all cut up cold. He was wearing his jacket, and obviously <laughs> him being, or, you know, or let's go, uh, was it, is it Cincinnati? Cincinnati, Ohio, is it? Um, Cincinnati, isn't it? I don't think of. Uh, that is part that is in Ohio. In Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. Ohio. He tries yeah, to say Ohio. I know. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same myself. Yeah. There's, I'm not it's, sure what part of Ohio. Um, I don't, I don't, there's I don't Cleveland. There's Cleveland, Cincinnati. Yeah. There's yeah. different parts of Cleveland. Because I, I know. I'm oh, sorry, different parts of Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Because yeah. I know Cincinnati is known for being cold. I've known, I've known that for years. Like that. You know, in general, since it's been known for being cold, but also in terms of geographically, it's not known for having like a lot of work and things like that. Yeah. And Batista obviously talked about it in terms of when he was there, he was married with two kids. And he's basically thinking, okay, well, you know what? Arthur is basically a seeker have told me I'm this big, strong guy. I should basically go into, you know, this, this training, this training school, essentially. And before we know it, he thought within a year or two, he'll be up there with Undertaker and Kane and Stone Cold. And this is in 2000. Yeah, I he think a lot it. of people. I think a lot of people do that. You, you know, even even me when I went, it's like you kind of in your mind, you think you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get somewhere. I mean, I did, I didn't as such because I, I couldn't, yeah, at first, and then I kind of saw the reality of what the, the British wrestling scene was at the time. But you still, there's part of you that thinks, yeah, you know, like you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, you know, reach. So yeah, I didn't think I'd be wrestling Stone Cold within the next year or something, but I did think I was gonna, yeah. You, you kind of hope, and yeah, you have that expectation that you can get somewhere. Like it won't be that long slog. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't know that's the thing until you really get into it, you don't know what all of the you know, sort of the pain you do and all that stuff actually entails. True. So yeah. you know, to be to be fair, being yeah, the size he was and everything like that, you would think, okay, once I pick it up, they're yeah, they're gonna look at me, think I'm good. Yeah, like he he's most of us don't have that self awareness to know like, okay, we've got years and years and years of really like homing our craft. But mm-hmm. um, you yeah, know, to be fair to him as well, it didn't take him that long to get that no. really when you think no. about it. Yeah. Uh, what was that group, if I remember, that he was part of? 
I remember. Oh yeah. I remember. Yeah, he, he had sin. That was Jim Cornette's mm-hmm. wife. Disciples, disciples of, of Sinatra. Yeah, yeah. disciples of hers. It was. It was. I know it was him. I know Batista. It was sin. Who was the other person? I can't remember now. Who it was. Oh, was it the Bashams? Or one of the Bashams? Oh yeah, um, uh, that dog. Who's the bold one? It was, was, da- was Damager. Damager, wasn't it? Or was yeah, it was the other yeah. one? It was Doug and Danny, but I can't remember which one was original. Doug. One of them yeah. was originally billed as a Basham, and the other one was was Damager, I think. Yeah. And then they called them both Basham. So yeah, Doug, I think it might be Doug. It might have been Doug. Yeah. Because I know I know Damager. If I remember Damager, basic no. Damager had long hair. If I remember, he had long hair because Jim mm. Cornetto. I think he said Damager had long hair, and then like WFPS, basically called him. I was like, okay, you know what? How would he look like if he was bald? He's like, oh, well, you know, just kind of pictures, uh, you know, and he's like, he cut his hair off. Mm. And Cornette's like, what well, you done for you? You cut your hair off. Now, you know, you're bald. Yeah. And he said, because you look like Doug. And I think Doug Basham was like, um, what's his name? Uh, gosh, apologize, people, my, my memory today. Who used to own Ohio Valley? Um, Danny Davis. Danny Davis. I think, isn't Doug like his, his nephew? Oh, was he? If I remember. That's what I remember. Mm. I think like Doug's his nephew, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, apologize, people. Again, it's a podcast, you know, sometimes we forget, sometimes we have to remind ourselves, people. Yeah, he was part of uh, Disciples of Sin. For you, when did you, because again, obviously for yourself, you wouldn't watch it longer than me. When did you hear about Batista? Like, did you know of him as a Le- Leviathan in, in OV- um, OVW or was it just when he came up to the main roster? I did hear, I mean, I didn't know him sort of from watching because you wouldn't get, you wouldn't get Ohio Valley. Like in was it year two thousand two thousand and one up until I think he didn't debut until two thousand and two on actual mm-hmm. WWE TV. But mm-hmm. I would yeah because I was I was getting the rest of the magazines at the time. So Power Slam would have I'm sure would have mentioned him. And there was another magazine around the time of WOW Wow World of Wrestling. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they I think they would have had like articles on some of the because I, obviously I was aware of Brock Lesnar prior, but not aware of how yeah you just I remember seeing. You'd get little articles. They talk about like the, the ones that like the stars of the future, and they was talking about how Brock Lesnar had been scouted by Gerald Briscoe, and and yeah, that. So yeah, there would and about the Sean Benjamin and Brock Lesnar tag team. So I would see like yeah. Leviathan in in those magazines, maybe just like a little article on it, like yeah, it? snippets and stuff. But I didn't really, yeah, it wasn't really like okay. I didn't see, I didn't see footage. I didn't really. You just sort of aware aware of these names. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like yeah the. The next step because they would mix up. I think he had a match with. Did he have a match with Undertaker or Kane? Yeah, he did. Kane, Kane, Kane. Yeah, yeah. So like you'd hear about that match like through Power Slam or Wow. Mm. WWE wouldn't acknowledge it on their TV, but so little things like that made made you pay attention because yeah, you. It's kind of like NXT is now. Yeah. In a sense, isn't it? Ohio Valley, except NXT gets more of a spotlight and acknowledgement on the main shows. Yeah. But if you yeah like if back back then you'd still sort of keep keep your sort of keep an ear out for it so yeah that, that would have been like, i didn't really know much about him i just knew of him that like, i didn't know how to pronounce the name <laughs> i just read it Le- leviathan yeah. i didn't know i didn't know that yeah I didn't, I didn't know exactly what it meant at the time the demon isn't it? it's supposed to be like a demon yeah yeah demon. yeah apparently like a mythical mm. demon of the demon of the deep mm. well for <laughs> Again, for me, I only really knew, again. I knew obviously when he came up. Yeah. But I, I think maybe about two thousand and three. I remember. Oh, what was it? There was a site. Gosh, years ago. It's when I used to have um, AOL. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those like used to go. It wasn't YouTube. 
it wasn't YouTube, it was, it was something else. I can't remember what it was, but it's like you could watch like these old kind of videos and stuff like that. But it's like when it would start to get put online at first. Yeah. And I remember kind of seeing little things like here's oh yeah, this is OVW. Oh, what's OVW? Oh yeah, it's like um it's where Brock Lesnar came from and John Cena and all these other people. Okay, so you just see, okay, oh, oh that's uh Batista, oh yeah, that's uh Brock Lesnar. Oh, that's when John Cena's Randy yeah, and it was funny again. It was funny again. It, again, you had to live it to really appreciate it. Back in the day, and I'm going back in the nineties, but this is early two thousands when quality was getting better, but it still wasn't great, especially when it comes to old recording, cheap recording. And it was to the point basically where you know you have like the um, it's like the the tape's about to go. It's like you can see like the gray, the black. It's like kind of like it's like it's literally going. Mm. And that like, most people these days couldn't watch it. Like my little cousins now, we're probably thinking it's like 1950s. <laughs> but again, scramble TV, that's it. It's like scramble TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. For the but really bad quality. But I know he was what? OVW champion. I know I know that much. Mm. But other than that, really, not much. I know, I know again, I know it's like a near set, but I know Jim Cornette basically talked about how, you know, he didn't really, he wasn't really good. He wasn't really anything. Like he was big, strong guy and everything, but he didn't really play the character. And he talked about when Batista, I think it's like he tore his bicep. And yeah. he talked about how when he was injured, that's when he started to kind of understand what he needs to do. That makes sense. Mm. Understand what it means basically to be a big guy. And he said that, yeah, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, as in Cornette saying this. But I can appreciate that when he came back, said, so, okay, he was better. He was better. He was starting to get, he, he was becoming, in a way, that pre-animal Batista as he would come afterwards. But personally for me, I remember a SmackDown. I, again, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you when it was. Obviously, it was May 9th, 2002. But I know, again, it was 2002 sometime. You had this big muscle guy wearing this, uh, church-like outfit, but with the, the, the arms cut, mm-hmm. and he was with Devon. I'm coming, I yeah. never forget. It. I hated it. I yeah, his, like, cl- his collection box. <laughs> yep. And the thing is, for me, it's like again, me as a Christian as well. It's like my dad used to see him say, "What's this? What's this black fool doing?" It's like, "What do you mean?" As they look, he's basically like trying to be. He's like a crook pastor. I'm like, yeah, that, that, that's a joke, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> as a kid, but it's like, and the thing is, obviously, Devon's dad was a bishop. His dad was reference. a bishop. Yeah. A reverend, sorry, a reverend. His mom, his mom was a bishop and his, his dad was a reverend, sorry. But like he came from that kind of church background. Mm. So it's kind of funny that he kind of, for me, it's kind of funny that he incorporated the gimmick because, again, I don't think it's, oh, you know, uh, I'm, you know, God and Chris Christian, I'm a Christian myself. It was known that there were some stingy people, there were some stingy bad priests, bishops, uh, pastors who were basically skimming money off the church. Mm. These things, you know, I can't deny it. These things have, have, have happened. So in, in terms of the gimmick, it was to me it was funny. It was actually quite funny. And it's like you had this guy basically, he's like, okay, he's got this chain, and then sometimes he even put the collection box around his neck. Yeah. I was like, who's this guy? I remember, I think who did I think he beat up um who is it? Da, 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 da. Was it uh Farouk? No, 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 because no, because Dave and Farouk, that's like Dave and Farouk were tag partners for a little while, mm. which I didn't get. He came in as a heel, and I think. I remember he beat Orton. I remember he beat Randy Orton when this is before Orton had the RKO TV. So it's before he broke his arm. Yeah, when he was just a, and, a baby face. Yeah. Yeah. And personally, I was like, eh. I was like, 
Yeah, again, I like Diva, but I hate the gimmick. Mm. When I say I hate the gimmick, I just couldn't, as I after I thought, well, Bubba's basically on Raw, hardcore champion, going against Triple H, but then Triple H destroyed him. I thought, at least, at least he's doing something. Diva's just here. You know, I'm calling my name. He's doing all that stuff and everything. Farouk looks like an idiot with him. He's not tag champ. He's not, because uh, I think, who was it? I think, was it the European champion, the hardcore champion was on Raw? The IC champion, I think it was uh, RVD. I think yeah, he was, just, yeah, he was. You had the US champion on SmackDown, didn't you? No, 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 no. This they, oh, no, they created, yeah, they created yeah, 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 three, yeah. Because I think I remember RVD beat William Regal, so mm. like RVD was kind of on Raw, but then you had like, the European champion was like William Regal, he mm. was on Raw, RVD was like on SmackDown ish, and I thought, okay, Devon's not going to beat RVD. Mm. I thought, well, Batista, he's like he's on, he's on SmackDown. What do you do with him? And in a way. <laughs> It's kind of funny because I remember he fought um, Rikishi on SmackDown. Yeah. And again, you could say he's new because again, he's only been in the business, what, two years at, at this point? Yeah. Maybe two years. And he looked bad. I remember him against Rikishi. Like, he's like, come on. And you can see that Rikishi like calling it the whole match to him. Mm. And obviously, look at it now. He's like, oh, bless him. But it's like, he, li- he literally didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And, you know, I think he's kind of talked about it and said that at this point, and this is what, maybe five months down the line, he said that basically they're going to get rid of him. Mm. He said they're going to get rid of him. And I'm, and again, at the time, if you saw Batista, you just thought, oh, yeah, he's just a big guy. He's nothing. Yeah. Like for you, did you think he was anything special at that, at that point? No, no. I mean, he wasn't really doing anything. It was a comedy gimmick he was with Devon yeah. at first. So that was, that yeah. was one thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was... <laughs> And yet once well, once he did start to wrestle, you could, yeah, you could see he wasn't really that. No, he definitely wasn't polished. Hmm. And yeah, and he's he's losing to to Rikishi. He lost to Rikishi. No disrespect, yeah. but it's like okay, so it's not like he's really. <laughs> then it was Billy and Chuck. I remember he lost to Billy and Chuck. Then he, I remember he lost to. Um, I remember Tommy Dreamer came to SmackDown. He lost to Tommy Dreamer. I'm like, my gosh! And at this point, everyone could say, oh yeah, Tommy Dreamer is ECW legend. But I, in 2002, and to what was he? He was like what? A nobody. He was, he was like the hardcore champion. But yeah, he was he like was, a full was guy, wasn't he? He was yeah. a full guy like for The Undertaker. And yeah, just, yeah, he, he wouldn't, again, he wouldn't be seen as like one of the upper echelon no. guys. So no. if, if you, yeah, if you're having trouble, yeah, yeah that's kind of, it's, it's just kind of basically saying that's, yeah, that's your, looks like that's where your ceiling is. Mm. You're, you're not going to be rubbing shoulders. It didn't yeah. look like he'd be rubbing shoulders with the top. Oh, no. At that point. And for me, when I, it, it, people may say it's stupid, but when I actually started to like him was when he basically, be, uh, betray, air quotes, betrayed Farouk and Devon. Mm. And it was like, I'll never forget it. It's like he gave like a Batista bomb, again, it says Batista bomb, the power bomb, but it was just the way he gave Devon the power bomb. You know me, Anton, I love Devon selling, obviously I do it myself. Yeah, but the quiver. He, he literally lifted him up, but it was the way, again, he doesn't just drop him. He has a certain way of kind of like drop him on the floor. He's like, he sits down with it. Yeah, like, he was basically sold it. Mm. He sold it basically as if like he was dead. Like it was proper convoting, you know, flip out the mouth and everything. I was like, geez, man. Mm. And I, again, again, people are much younger, but I was like, okay, wow, okay, yeah, that's good. You know, uh, what was he? He gave, um, what was it? I think he, I mean, he beat up Farouk as well. Because then I like Farouk. He, he beat up Farouk and I thought, okay, well, you know what? You know, Farouk doesn't go out to anybody. Again, he, he's not. He's not as tough as he used to be, but you know, you gotta have some sort of toughness to beat him. And then boy, next thing I know, 
he went to Raw. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, he did. He did. He was with Raw. He fought Devon, and yeah. the next thing I know, it's like he was with Ric Flair. Yeah, and then he's on Raw, and mm. he was then. then he and, was... and he grew his hair out, didn't he? At that point, yes. he, he'd had the shaved hair like the, the oh, Leviathan look when he was yeah. Deacon Batista, and then he grew his hair out when he like became Ric Flair's. Because technically, he was Batista at this point. I remember he was Deacon yeah. Batista when he first came. Yeah, when, when he was linked to to yeah. Devon. But it, for me, it was strange because, like I said. I only started liking him again when he beat up Devon, and obviously he had like the gold. I remember he had the gold, the gold pants. Mm. Well, you you guys got Trump, but these would be pants. But he had the gold pants and like the the red flames and everything, which he had for quite yeah for quite a while. To be fair, mm. yeah, for quite a while. And obviously, Randy Orton had broken his arm, which obviously was thanks to I think it was Bubba Dudley. Was it Bubba Dudley? Bubba Dudley was. Mm. I remember, and he you know Randy Orton started to do this thing called the RKO TV. Yeah. And he's like very smug, very ar- arrogant, kind of funny, but it's like, Ugh. and then it's like, okay, well, Rick Flair, no, Triple H came out, talked about you have the, the two hung, two young hung, two, two young guys, you got six foot five, 350 pounds, the animal Batista. And then I was like, yeah, Batista come out with his black shirt. And again, for me, here's what I say the slickness that to come from Batista. I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> he's got his hair, he's got, again, I grew up basically with the Michael Michael I called the Michael Jordan hoops. So anybody who, who watches you know basketball in the 90s, Michael Jordan, yeah, Charles Barkley was the hoops and everything. I loved it. So yeah, he had the hoops there. I thought, okay, yeah, cool. You had Randy Orton, young guy, you know, grandson of Bob Orton Sr., son of Bob Orton Jr. Okay, cool. And I would admit, when he first was part of evolution, I was like, eh, eh, you know what I mean? He wasn't really doing much, was he? He was the so he, he was the muscle, he yeah, was the enforcer. Exactly. But but then to be fair, I mean, it didn't last long, did it? Because no. <laughs> they like they hadn't long joined, they hadn't long started. Yeah, and then he was out of action. <laughs> oh, bless him, bless him. Because what was it? Because I, I I know him and Rand, him and Randy Orton hate them, but no, they love Devon, but they hate Bubba. Mm. Wasn't Bubba supposed to have injured Batista and then obviously injured um Randy Orton as well? Yeah, I think I think it did happen. Yeah. Against the Dudley Boys, because mm. I'm I'm trying to remember obviously from a lot of, a lot of like the podcast and everything and the interviews. But I know Randy Orton and Batista hate him, hates him. Mm. He loves Demon, though. They love Demon. But from what from what the information was kind of saying, they said that apparently he retoys triceps again. Because mm. I remember, because I remember, he's like he joined Evolution. He's like, okay, he was dead. He was just gone. Yeah, yeah, and they sort of carried on without him because once Randy Orton sort of. Returned from injury, mm. it was kind. Of, it was like a three man group, wasn't it? It was Triple H, yeah. Randy Orton, and Ric Flair. They were they were builders of Evolution. Yeah. Uh, but like Batista wasn't part of it anymore. Like he just didn't have any. Mm. He was. He wasn't even like in their corner or anything. Mm. He just. He just wasn't sort of acknowledged. And then he he just reappeared when when Triple H, Yeah, when Triple H had the ransom out on Goldberg at the oh. end, of, end of 2003. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, you know. You know. I kept thinking it was at the time. I know it's stupid, but I kept thinking. Oh, not the ransom, the bounty. Sorry, the bounty. It's like the kind of like the hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, so whoever, whoever takes him out. And remember, do you remember the time who it was? Like people kept saying it was like when we had Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Mark Henry. We had Mark Henry. You had Rodney Mack. Nothing against Rodney Mack either. But like, oh, mm-hmm. you had um, was it Nathan Jones? No, 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 no. Who was it? I don't know. You had is it Garrison Kidd? You have Mark Jindrak. Mark Jindrak. Remember, you had Chris Jerk on him. I hate Jerk on time anyway, because of the stuff with Goldberg, anyway. But 
I thought, my gosh, Kobe, you should be killing these guys. Mm. I never forget it. Some guy, it's like some big guy came, bam, the clothesline the hell out of Goldberg, Batista bomb. Goldberg looked like he was dead in the ring. Then it's like Batista put the um, the chair between um, Goldberg's ankle. And I was like, oh, come on, please. Like, no, come on. Like, mm. the, the Goldberg I grew up with, you know, he, he used to get smashed in the head and literally was shake off the other thing. Yeah, get up. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> And then it's like Batista jump off, off off the top rope, bam! And literally Goldberg's name up, look like he's crying. Mm. What the fuck is this? And again, at this time, I was annoyed. I was thinking, this is not the Goldberg from WWE. Obviously, we forget that, you know, they're older. We just, we know it's a different company, blah, 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 blah. But I was like, nah, man, Goldberg should be able to take this guy out. Because again, when I saw Batista, Batista was losing to, like I said to you, he was losing to Rikishi. He was losing to Billy and Chuck. Okay, yes, he joined evolution but he wasn't he wasn't established in evolution no he hadn't had the chance to Mm. to be fair this did establish him because he was having like matches against gold remember the match um we had Shawn michaels on raw i remember Shawn michaels rvd uh if i remember correctly i remember he had a match against technically it wasn't a match it was a do you remember the segment where stone cold called yeah yeah i'm calling you goddamn coward yeah. And I was like, what the? I was like, Stone Cold, slap this fool, man. Mm-hmm. And Stone Cold comes out, calls my name. I'm like, okay. And to be fair, it's kind of funny looking at it now, because obviously it's Batista Stone Cold, because obviously Batista's a big deal now. But it's like, he's like, I'm calling out Batista. Batista comes out and everything. And to be fair, you know, back in the day, it's like Stone Cold will call you out, someone calls you out, and he's like, you don't come out? He's mm. like, oh, yeah, you came out. And he's kind of, he's, like, he's smiling, he's like, okay, he's going to go in the ring. Oh, he's actually coming in. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> and like it's like kind of back and forth back and forth but you can tell like Batista didn't know how to punch it's like oh bless you mate so he didn't know how to punch um, Stone Cold's kind of beating him beating him then it's like okay yeah bam clothesline takes him outside and everything which is a bit, bit strange because obviously it's like he's beating stop Stone Cold and obviously we know Stone Cold's got a bad neck mm. I think I, can I, it's like this I remember top of my head it's like he bashes him into the post Stone Cold's on the floor then it's like um, Goldberg comes out <laughs> Goldberg comes up because remember, he, he, um, Batista, I think it was the week before, or the week, I think it's like last week or the week before, Batista obviously took him out. Yeah. Crushed his ankle. Goldberg's come out literally hobbling, smashes him with a chair over it. No, spears him, and he's about to take his ankle out. Ric Flair basically comes in. Goldberg spears the hell out of yeah. him. And then Batista just managed <laughs> to get away. Yeah. As you can see, people, I'm, I'm literally with silence off the top of my head. So I was like, yeah. Oh, it was funny. It was great. I loved it. And I was thinking, okay, yeah, like, you know, it's a, to me, Stone Cold to me is like, you know, what, the, one of the best ever, the best ever. Batista's obviously, you know, he's called Batista up. Batista's mouthed off him. You know, Batista's mouthing off. And it's like, he's talking, he's talking trash to Stone Cold saying that he's a coward, that he ain't got the guts. Because at the time, it's like, um, Stone Cold's part, of, he's a co-GM with Eric Bischoff. Mm. And basically, he can't touch him. Say, unless he's provoked. No, he can't, yeah, he can't touch them unless he's provoked. Obviously, Tess, I remember Tess was running his mouth and everything. Then he, you know, he beat up Tess, beat up Stephanie, Stacey Kimber, stuff like that. Beat up Mark Henry. And it was like Batista's day, his mouth and off, calling him a, a coward to his face. Which, to me, I was like, you know what, Stone Cold basically kicked his ass. And I thought, he mouthed off to Stone Cold. He stood up to him by, you know, coming down to the ring. He fought Stone Cold. So obviously, he must have some sort of credibility. He took out Goldberg. So mm. it's like, you know what I mean? Bit by bit, he's like, okay. Maybe he is this. Maybe he is this animal. This 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 uh, this monster. This beast. You know what I mean, mm. that, that, that's I don't know about you, but that's why I thought at this time. No, or 
Yeah, he was. He was giving the sort of the, the presentation of it yeah. that he was like, let's like say, he was mixing up with the the top, the baddest men, sort of in WWE, Stone Cold and Goldberg. Um, yeah, like you, you felt like okay, they're they're giving him that sort of, that that role. I don't think, yeah, it, I don't think he he lived up to it at that point, and then he no, no, sort no. Of, he would soon drift down. But at the first, it did look like okay, he's become yeah, like he's mixing up in the main event essentially, mm-hmm. like to be the new like Monster Hill perhaps. Because at the end, didn't it was it um, Armageddon? Was it Armageddon mm-hmm. 2003? Yeah. Like, didn't he become, was it, World Tag Team Champions with um, Ric Flair? Yeah. They beat, was it the Dudley Boys in the Tag Team Tunnel? Yep. Randy Orton won the IC title, beat RVD. And, ah, uh, at the time, people, I hated it, but I, I went to go basically to go to WrestleMania. I was hoping. But it's like, again, you, Anton was watching it, most of us, you know, most people at the time was watching it. Did you think Goldberg was going to make it to, to WrestleMania at this point? I, 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 I hoped it, but I didn't think he would. Yeah, I, I mean, I was kind of hoping it, and I kind of thought maybe because I felt like the tease with Brock Lesnar and Goldberg at Survivor Series yep. was like, okay, that's I think that's what we're going to get at WrestleMania, perhaps, like yeah. them two. And I'm also, yeah, and it, it did feel like when he beat him at Triple H at Survivor Series that Goldberg was done with Triple H. It's like you, you won the title f- from him, then you beat him conclusively at Survivor Series despite having the battle. Like, it really, like to me, that was like, okay, he's done with Evolution. Now he goes yeah. on to Kane. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I was, yeah. Like, I was thinking that would be like the next thing. So potentially, yeah, he could make it to WrestleMania as champion. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, he had a triple threat match and <sighs> lost his title. So yeah, no. At that first, like, yeah, by survive at Survivor Series, I still thought that Goldberg potentially was still going to hold on to it. You know what? It's funny you talk about Survivor Series. I forgot. I was thinking that Batista was actually going to cost Goldberg the title. Mm. Again, I was, ho- I was hoping they was going to retain it. But I well, yeah. Like, I mean, I wasn't oh, sure. Man. Yeah. I mean, this- remember, remember he was hobbling. Yeah, that's what I mean. Going into it, he was going into it weakened. <laughs> so it's like if he was get that that's what I mean. If he was gonna lose it to Triple H, it was there. That's how I thought. Yeah. And they did the backstage, like, yeah, with Goldberg with the world heavyweight title and Brock Lesnar with the WWE title and having a little bit of a sort of a, a square off. So it's like, ah, I think that's yeah, you kind of got the feeling that's where they're going yeah. next year. So yeah, I thought if if he was gonna lose it because of what Batista had done to him, that's where he was gonna lose it, and the fact that he didn't. Maybe yeah, okay, he's not. Didn't he, didn't he hit the ball at the sledgehammer, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he took them all out, didn't he? That's what I mean. He definitively dealt with it. Yeah. yeah, I think he jabbed Batista in the guts with the yeah. sledgehammer. <laughs> Send him out. Rick Red Newton, Rick Flair, spit the hell out of him. You know, <laughs> smash the sledgehammer. Mm. I remember he's about to, because I just remember, he's like, you're about to hit Triple H sledgehammer. I was like, nope. I thought, don't need it. Don't need it. That's nope. what I mean. And I literally, like, that's a yeah. definitive victory over Triple H in evolution. To me, yeah. Goldberg, like, you know, the booking would tell you Goldberg's going on to something else now. He's dealt he's with evolution. He's now mm. gonna, you know, now he's gonna deal with the monster Kane or whatever, and then mm. WrestleMania Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's, that's what you that's what you would have imagined, but yeah, no. Triple H won it, and I was like, ugh. And mm. again, so they had all belts, didn't they? At that point, yep. Like, I come... think it, it was like the first group, and I say group in terms of like individual champions, not just like the dudes of attitude, Shawn Michaels, IC champ, uh, Diesel, WF champion, tag champ. No, mm. one guy's w, one guy's one guy's world champ, one guy's IC champ. And bam, tag champ. Yeah, loved it. I loved it. I, I, that was I, a good look. Yeah, I mean, it's a good. It's similar. Yeah, when you when they come out, the whole groups yeah. got belts. It, was, yeah. it did look like a dominant faction. Oh, it was, did. A, was it? Yeah, it was a good scene. Yeah. And at this point, at this point for me, I was like, okay, it's good. He's got Ric Flair. Because again, I'm a I'm a younger man at this point, but I'm still enjoying it. But again, I'm, I'm reading the magazines. Mm. 
So I don't get it completely, but I kind of, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm starting to, like you said, you're, you're starting to kind of understand, okay, yeah, this kind of works back here, this kind of works back here, put this together. Mm. And if I remember correctly, I remember it was 2004, so you had uh, Rikishi and Scotty Tohoi were tag champs. I think they beat the Bashman Brothers at No Way Out. Mm. And in the, I remember in Palsam, oh, was it Palsam? Palsam or something, if I can't remember. Palsam or something, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It was, um, they talked about how they were actually going to unify both the belts again. So that's why, in a way, I was hoping that, okay, so again, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar. So I thought, okay, it would be, at this point, it would have been Eddie Grow. I thought, okay, it's Eddie Grow and versus Triple H. But obviously, they didn't go with it. Ben Moore obviously fought Triple H and Shawn Michaels and so forth. Mm. So I thought, okay, cool. Batista and Rip Flair would face Scotty Tolley and Makishi for the tag belts and become unified champs. But then I remember they just had this random match against that Booker T and RVD. And I was like, ah, don't worry about it. You know, they're going to beat this guy. Mm-hmm. And then it just out of nowhere, they lost the belts. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? What's going on here? And then it's like, oh, okay. Fine, fine. Okay, whatever. And then this is around the time when you had that like, Randy Orton against, going against Mick Foley. Yeah. And obviously you'd have the great match at Backlash, but this is before then, people. You had WrestleMania. Mm. You had uh, Mick Foley basically, he, basically Mick Foley got spit in the face. He got kicked in the face down the stairs, and I think at this point, I was like, you know what? Anybody who sees Randy on the street, just step in his face. And I, I, again, I was, I was a younger man, but I was really, I was supporting my wrestlers. Mm. And I thought, this guy basically, you know, he got thrown through the hell in the cell. Rock basically beat him in front of his wife and his kid. At Rumble 99, he got, done, he got done over at WrestleMania 2000. And I thought, oh, gosh, like, he's a joke. And I thought, okay, he's coming back, you know, hopefully, again, I don't know about you, but I was hoping that when Mick Foley in 2004, he might get a world title shot again. Maybe. I was hoping. Because mm. mm. obviously, I, I really read his book about when he's in WCW. And I thought, okay, he's already been WWF champion. Hopefully, he might become world champion. So, air quotes, WCW champion. That, that's what I was hoping. That's what I was hoping. But, you know, at this point, you know, Rick Flair, Rick Flair um, Randy Orton and Mick Foley, the rivalry was very, very good. Mick Foley, I always say, People will look at him and say, oh, he's not a good wrestler. I think he's a good wrestler. Mm. He wrestles a certain style, but he knows how to make guys look good. He made Randy Orton look 10 times better than what he was. And Randy Orton was good, don't get me wrong, but he, he, I think he propelled him. And I think even Randy Orton said himself, but he had, was it, WrestleMania 20? And uh, at that point, we was thinking, what, it was what, Mick Foley versus Randy Orton? But then it was like, what? It was Randy Orton, Batista, Ric Flair against Mick Foley. And it's like, oh, okay, it's a handicap match. Then they talked about how um, they had a segment on Raw with Rene Dupree. And then Rock comes out, curse out Rene Dupree, comes out, slaps the hell out of Randy Orton, throws his IC belt out of the ring, talks about how, you know, it's Rock and Sock connection again. Mm. And I'll be honest, I, I liked it. Because again, it's a Rock, in it? I liked mm. it. I liked Mick Foley, but I thought, how the hell is Rock and Sock connection going to beat Evolution? Because again, I, I don't know about you, I kept thinking maybe it was going to be and I know it's stupid. I kept thinking because of the beef with Stone Cold before, I thought maybe Stone Cold might join the match. Or did you know? I don't, I don't know about you, but that's that's what I thought. Nah, I didn't. I didn't imagine that. I mean, I, I saw it was going to be a handicap. Because it's like a, they were like a super team, and no, especially the Rock coming back. You know, like I mean, we'd we'd become a start to become accustomed to like handicap matches. No, yeah. 
not always being a death sentence for the for the baby face. <laughs> yeah, like you, they but, they could they could one man could beat two people quite often in the attitude yeah. era and beyond. But the thing I is, mean, for me, Mick Foley, Randy Orton could beat him hand, handily by himself, and I thought, well, but he hadn't. If Randy Orton, had he? He, no, he, no, and, and he never. No, I mean, what, no, not beat him handily because <laughs> it was just the fact that Mick Foley didn't um, didn't fight back. Like he, yeah, going to fight him, and then he sort of like backed off. Yeah. And like spit in the face and stuff like that. And then when he did, he, he come after him at the Royal Rumble in 2004 and did go for him. So it's not, not like Randy Orton had his number. Like it's just the fact that Mick Foley was unsure of himself in, in storyline. No, you're present saying with, with the storyline. So but now he was sure of himself because now he's come back and now he wants to fight Randy Orton. And then he's, yeah, he's been beaten up by Evolution, but now he's got The Rock and The Rock is The Rock. So yeah. it, felt like, is... it felt like a super team coming back to fight. Yeah, it's a big it's, well, it's, you have to remember. It's a challenge, but it's not. And Ric Flair is like, you know, he's not the Ric Flair of. No, Rick but Flair was never a, like an ass kicker. He was. But he's a cheater. A he's a cheater. But, yeah. He's a cheater. Yeah. My friend... At the same time, yeah, Batista wasn't. And, and that, to me, it's like it's not like, oh my god, this is such a dangerous tag to, no, you know, but like, I, team for them to fight. It's the Rock and Mick no. Foley. My, but see, my thing was this: I love the Rock, but my thing I, mean, is... I think if you'd have had his Stone Cold, it's like Evolution's <laughs> got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> you basically like, that's three absolute best, like from from like late. That's what I thought. Early that's what I thought. Like, that would be like stuck in the deck too. Even if it's three on three, and like no disrespect, but it's like this is Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, <laughs> and Mick Foley, like three of them against Ric Flair, Randy Orton, and, and Batista. Randy Orton and Batista hadn't reached oh, the no, level no, no, to be no, to no, look no. like on the on the no. level with Stone Cold and The Rock. Even yeah, and Mick Foley. Rick but, Flair from yeah being a legend, but even then he's he's someone who would always get his ass kicked. But he's a cheater. Remember, I know he's a cheater, cheater but he he's you know man. nine times out of ten he's going to lose. So like and he's got rookies <laughs> on his team. Like no, you put you put them like that would have felt to the to the audience like they're they're outmatched yeah. massively. No. Again, people, the only reason why I fought Stone Cold because if you watched at the time, the promos they were doing on Raw was that you know they're beating everybody, everyone's afraid of them. You know they even talked because I think they even Patisse even talked about it. He said. I took out Stone Cold Steve Austin. I took out Rodney Mack. I took out this person. I took out Goldberg. So I thought, okay, well, I know it's a three on two. So my man thinking, okay, it's going to be a three on three. Nah, he kept I, I think it being three on two made it a bit of a challenge. That, no, it, but, it, was, so a challenge. it was a bit of a challenge. Whereas if it had been a two on two, it's like, nah, Rock and, um, Bank oh, yeah, and Mick Foley going to steamroll yeah. or whatever. Yeah, of course it was. Whichever two they face. Yeah. But I admit, they went into WrestleMania 20. And I remember I was talking to my friend at the time. I said, listen, Everyone's gonna win. <laughs> as much as I like Rock and Soul Connection, I was like, look, I basically grew up basically rock beating people. But mm. I said, look, Rock used to get beat up a lot. Shimmer Man would beat him up, Tess used to beat him up, Rano used to gore him. I remember um, what was it? Ken Shamrock, big but I remember I said I remember he used to get beat up quite a lot. Mm. So in my mind, as, as good as Rock was, I said, the guy's vulnerable. And as much as I like Mick Foley, I was like, look, Mick Foley is not what he used to be. And this this is me at the time. I was like, I like him, but he's like, he's just, he's a slob. I was like, look, you got this big muscle guy, you got this young, thin-looking guy, and you got the old guy. But again, Randy on Randy on Rick Flair would cheat a lot. Mm. You have to remember, Anton, he cheated a lot. He's the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, he's like, okay, it's he, gets name. Like, he gets beaten up a lot, but it's like, okay, well, if it comes down to it, Mick Foley be going for his minimum claw, he hasn't done anything. Bam, low blow, RKO, one, two, three. Like again, if I remember, that's what even happened was, wasn't it? That um, he put the mandible claw on. I think he Randy came at him. No, he came. He came at him. Didn't like he's going to do it, and Randy Orton just leapt up and bam. I think yeah, he was going. Right. He was going for the claw. That's it. Yes. Yeah, Randy Orton, like he came in, and Randy Orton just bam yeah. hit him with an RKO and pinned him. And the thing is, that pissed me off because I thought you brought the rock back in there, thing. You slob Mac McFoley. You brought him back. Okay, yeah, you brought him back. 
Rock's basically doing that, you know, the woo, doing the people's elbow, but doing the, the strut. Rich, rich strut and everything. Yeah. <laughs> again, Batista put in a good effort. Because again, mm. this is about Batista people. I know we've got kind of gone off topic. Batista, to me, I don't think he did bad at all. I don't mm. think he did bad at all. He learned. This guy must have learned a lot. He was in there with the rock. He was in there following everything. He's watching, not just outside or not in the back. He's watching ringside. He's there with them. He's learning with them. I'm sure, obviously, they, you know, they went through the match backstage. Obviously, he spoke with rock and everything. And I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Fair enough. No worries. But then again, he, again, the guy had a WrestleMania win under, under his belt. Mm. Yes, it was a six-man, but he, again, to me, he's one and all at that point. He's one and all. I'm like, okay, cool. Then I remember they beat, what was it, Booker T WD for the tag box. I'm like, okay, cool. So he's tag champ. Randy Orton is um, IC champion, but Triple H is the Waterbit champion. Obviously, he lost the belt to Benoit in the Triple Threat match. With yeah. Shawn Michaels. It was strange because at this point, I was kind of hoping, because again, I I, I, can't, I did like Batista, but I was thinking, I kind of want Batista to kind of go on to be the IC champion. But I kind of like Randy Orton. So I thought, I don't want to take off Randy. It's like, maybe if Randy can kind of lose the belt, kind of go off to the world title. Okay, I didn't want Randy to beat Benoit. I liked Benoit. But I thought, okay, yeah, Batista's starting to kind of, you know, get his own little groove together. But I, I don't know. For you, was it? Did you, did you did you start to feel around this point? So it would have been after April, so that would have been May, June, July. Did you think that you know it was like okay, yeah, you know maybe? Because remember they had the um, remember Temple Tuesday. Mm. It was Temple Tuesday, two thousand and four. I remember. Actually, no, no. So say this would have been afterwards. So before, so if I remember, who did he face? Did, did he have a match at SummerSlam? Oh four. I think he fought Edge, didn't he, at SummerSlam? That's it. No, Triple Threat match, didn't it? That's it. Him, Edge, and Chris Jericho, I think it was, um, mm. at SummerSlam. And at this point, I actually thought Batista was going to win the IC title. Did you not, did you not, did you not think that? Or... I thought, uh, yeah, I thought he might do, perhaps. I thought he was going to win. Potential. I mean, yeah, because Randy Orton had lost the Intercontinental at this point. He was going for the world. Yeah. With Benoit. Yeah. And at this time, Batista started, he started to get a bit of a run. Like he was beating up Jericho, you know, he was beating up Edge and everything. He did, but then Edge. he didn't win, it didn't, and didn't like they it was kind of I to be honest, it kind of felt like okay, he he's kind of like he, he's, he's gonna a mid-card mid guy, like he's not yeah. he's not gonna hit the main events. It doesn't look like they're pushing for that, and he's not really got the Yeah, he's not he's not why he's not getting massive reactions either. Like, oh he's you know, and it and shockingly it just you know it they did a little tease thing later in yeah, towards like the end that. of the year. Yeah. With Triple H, like it was a it was a mock thing, as if like Batista was going to fight him, and it turned out to be a ruse. But it yeah. got such a, a big reaction of just the thought of Batista turning mm. on Triple H that kind of okay, now mm. he feels it was like the like you had uh, Kevin Nash Diesel back in the day with Shawn Michaels, yeah. the little like tease there, like oh when's he going to burst? More recently, Wardlow with MJF. Yeah, it was that kind of thing. It's like oh, you, it's like imminent. You feel at some point he's going to split from Triple H, and it'd be big. Mm. And it was. I mean, they really, they really told told that story there. And that's oh, when yeah. Then they felt like there's a buzz around Batista now, which yeah. didn't feel like it was there in the summer of 2004. You just felt like, okay, he's ceiling kind of is just like in the mid card. He's not dominant. I thought, I thought IC champ. I thought he would win the IC. Like, he might win it, yeah, because lots of yeah, it's not. No, lots, no, lots no, of people uh, won the Intercontinental back then. It oh, wasn't okay, okay. So it okay. wasn't like okay, yeah, it, the. Yeah, I, I could definitely see him winning the Intercontinental. He, I didn't picture him being like an, a world champion. To, no, to be honest, I didn't see him becoming the world champion, but you see when 
uh, what was it? Randy Orton won the world title. Mm. And obviously, Triple H obviously turned against him and yeah. he's obviously from the floor and everything. A part of me was kind of thinking, I actually would like Batista to be the guy to beat him. And I personally, I, I didn't want Triple H. Even though, again, I, I kind of have a love, 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 hate, but I kind of, you know, I like him, love him, kind of hate him, that sort of thing at this time. Mm. I was like, I'm sick of Triple H. It's like, what about Batista? I thought, why not? I mean, okay, I knew it wasn't ready at that point, but I thought, give me somebody else. But that's and the thing, like at the group, Randy Orton felt like the the one. Oh no, that he, was the there. Like, he, yeah, he was he the like he he felt like that, and that's the weird thing because it's like that's how it felt like you knew that Randy Orton had the star quality and he was going places. It went a bit quicker than it than you thought, like with him yeah. winning the world title at SummerSlam. Like, was I, was I, did you see that coming? I I I I thought maybe, but I was like, yeah, I'm not I, sure. Yeah, no, I, I didn't think necessarily. I mean, I knew it was possible, but I didn't think. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to predict, we were doing predictions back then. <laughs> I, I would have predicted Chris Benoit retained. Yeah, same. I wouldn't have predicted that Randy Orton wins the title. And I did feel like, yeah, as good as it was for him, it's bit it's like it did feel like mm, that it felt to me like, you know, again, you, you put you don't you put your your hat on of, you know, like you know how this works kind of thing, not just enjoying it for what it is. So you're kind of thinking like they whenever someone gets hot these days, starts yeah, to get a bit of buzz. Let's put let's yeah, let's do that and put the belt on them. Like we don't there's no there was no patience for that. So it's like, okay, it's like it's all hot shot, boom, let's go. He's getting he's getting interested, boom, put the belt on him. That's what it felt like with Randy Orton. It's like he's getting that buzz now after the match with mm-hmm. Mick Foley at Backlash, where he really stepped up and looked like okay, now he's like a, a, a you know a, he's going to be Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. That's he was having matches. Anything. Yeah, he was in the in the Elimination Chamber, and it's like you know now he feels like he's getting somewhere. Mm. Oh no, that was the year before, wasn't it? That was the year before. Uh, three, sorry, yeah. No, he had the, like I said, match with Mick Foley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just yeah, he was mixing it up with the big boys, and it's like Shawn Michaels. Like big deal. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like he's lost in the Continental Belts. So now he can start, you know. The stepping stone, but it's like, no, we go straight for Chris Benoit yep. and the world title, and it's like, and he won it, and he did. Well, I mean, it was a memorable match. Oh yeah, I, I, good match. I liked it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, and the, the finish to it was risen. It's like literally the, the crossface spin out and everything. Yeah, boom. in boom, the like, RKO. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a match that's been forgotten to history because of obviously yeah. what Benoit did. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, even whenever they bring up like Randy Orton's history, it's just, just the they just the show him holding the belt. They don't show anything. Yeah, so there's no sort of. It's 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 kind of the way he won it is forgotten. I'll be honest, that ending, mm. I liked it. Like, yeah. I, I liked the match, but the ending is like literally having yeah, the crossroads. I remember it, yeah. ah, 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 coming out again, spin him again, and again. It was a really slick great. finish. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Mm. And the way Benoit sold it as well, it's like literally, bam, it's like he's dead. Yeah. And it's like he turns him over. One, two, it's like, what the? No, Benoit. Three, mm. it's like, what the? Yeah. It's like literally, the look on Renewal's face, even I was like, what the? He's like, he won. Mm. But that was the thing. It did feel like, okay, like, you know, he's going to be a star, like a player, and he's going oh, somewhere. Yeah. He's on the rise. Like, he's there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's something about him. The buzz is around Randy. It didn't feel like the buzz was around Batista at first. No. Until the end but of the year. Get, but... And then it almost like flipped. It's like, okay, now actually, Randy Orton's starting to wane because they put the belt on him, turned him face, made him bland. And he's a loser because Triple H took the belt straight off oh, him. You know, like, kept beating him. Remember? Yeah. Like, Triple H him, took it straight off him. him. It's like now. There's a buzz around Batista. It's almost like Randy Orton was the failed experiment, and now Batista's going to be the one that breaks out and becomes the big, the big cheese. I, look, people, if you, again, 2005 Rumble, it was a, to me that was a big deal because you didn't just get two one guy; you got two guys. Mm. You had the Royal Rumble. I'll be honest; I was hoping Benoit was going to win, but I, I kind of thought maybe not. And I thought, well, <sighs> who's going to do it then? Because obviously, you had JBL was the WWE champion. Yeah, Triple H, the Waterbury champion. Mm. Triple H basically fought Randy Orton for the Waterbury title. I was hoping Randy was going to win, but because, again, I've seen this guy lose so many times, I thought, ugh. Yeah. Because if you remember, you had the Elimination Chamber, where basically it was Batista, Randy Orton, and Triple H in the end. 
in um, it's a thing in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, the New Year's revolution. New Year's, say, Rebe- New Year's revolution. revolution. Revolution, sorry, New Year's revolution. And I was thinking, I would like Batista because again, I think Batista again, people, like I said, Anto said, he started to get that shine. People started to kind of go behind him and everything. And I thought, yeah, he actually might do it because mm. again, Randy Orton was the babyface. Like, okay, he's the babyface. And, like, there, and there was a tease H. in that elimination chamber match that yeah that Triple H ended up winning, didn't he? To, did he win the title? Was it a? It was. It was vacant. He, he won yeah, it was vacant. So he won it. He won the back. Because basically, was... mm. it, I think it was like uh, Batista basically was beating down Randy Orton, and then it's like he called Triple H up. Triple H didn't, didn't want to get up, mm. and then out of nowhere, Randy Orton hit the RKO, and yeah. then Batista and Triple H in the corner about to get up. Nope, fall back down again. He's, he's watching it, watching it. And Batista obviously can see it, but obviously he's like, he's trying to get up. Nope, just sat down, let him get pinned. Batista comes out, clothesline. Next thing you know, uh, was it clotheslines, spine buster, pedigree, one, two, three. Mm. And it's like, he's celebrating. Yeah. There was a, yeah, there was a tease. There was a tease that Batista was going to turn at that event. So it's like, yeah. you, it's that's amazing. Like the buzz was there now. It's like, when's the, it's like a powder keg. When's it going to go off? You know, I thought and it was. Off, you, know, yeah. hmm. you know when he had him on his shoulders? I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. the run you off him. When he I mean, that out. was the tease, yeah. was it? That was yeah. the tease to make you think, oh, yeah. is he going to do it? <laughs> nah, okay. But it's like, even yeah. H, I think even Triple H kind of had, it was like, he was up there. It's like, he's like, he kind of like looks down. He's like, mm. he, he looks down a bit and it's like, yeah, and I thought, okay, yeah, this is it. He's like, yeah. no, okay, put him down, let's go to the corner. And like I said, going to Royal Rumble now, I was thinking, maybe Batista. I was like, okay, maybe. And mm. at the time, I didn't like John Cena. <laughs> No, sorry, I like John Cena, but it's around this time I was like, oh gosh, like everyone keeps talking about him. Yeah, I'm kind of falling. I'm, again, my thing was this if I like somebody, I like somebody. But when everybody else starts to talk about them and, oh yeah, this person's great, this person's great, I, I, I just call off them. Mm. That's, that's it with me. And I, 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 again, I'm admitting people, I'm admitting. Like Cody Rhodes, I was a big fan of Cody Rhodes when he first came, stuck with him. But then when you guys, you know, you basically got him at AEW, you loved him off. I said, Cody, piss off me. You're one of them now. So again, and you go at me, people. You go at me. Batista, Royal Rumble. I thought maybe John Cena, but I wanted Batista. I thought, okay, if Batista's gonna win it, fine. And they had the classic finish where, <laughs> what was it? Both from Bisky went over the ropes. Like they did the old um, Lex Luger Bret Hart finish. But what was it? Um, Batista wasn't supposed to go over, wasn't it? No, it's an, it an unintentional version. Yeah. <laughs> so that like, Batista goes over, John Cena goes over at the same time. Referees are like, uh, we don't know, we don't know. Vince is coming up. Vince is out there, big old, you know, big cock, cock of the walk and everything. Walks in. I didn't even know he blew his quads in. I, I didn't know that. He just kind of just stood up and just kind of fell over. It's like, he's just kind of sitting there and he's interrupting everything in the ring. Like, did you, I, again, you probably know better than me, but did you know that he blew both his quads? I, I didn't know. What, has it happened? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know it happened. No, I mean, obviously something something weird happened. <laughs> like, I, mean, I, did, I, I, did. I thought he crept himself. I thought he crept himself. That's why I thought he sat down. Although, yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch that <laughs> event live. Oh, I did. I did. So possibly, yeah. um, yeah, I'm wondering if I would have like read about it first because at that time, this is what I'm saying. Like when Skybox. when I was just hmm? so Skybox. I saw watching Skybox office. Yeah, I mean this this was the time period where I wasn't. I mean, I was watching, but I wasn't watching. Like, mm. okay, I catch. I no, but I still, yeah, I still would have been watching. I think. No, I I, I definitely I would have been watching actually. No, I wouldn't have been on. I think it was uh, later in that year or the following year where I would now like just keep up with it on two clips and oh, so, like man. I'd read the results and and then watch like bits of it maybe. So no, mm. I did I did yeah I don't I don't think I watched it live. Okay, I did, but yeah, I definitely would if, if I didn't watch it live, I would watch it the next morning without spoilers. 
So oh, okay. I didn't know he actually what he actually done, but it's obviously like why why is he sitting in the ring? It was funny. <laughs> why is he sitting in the ring like a, like he's having a tantrum? Yeah, like a, like a little child like sitting there. So I knew, mm. yeah, yeah, obviously, because you saw him like buckle, like flop. Oh yeah, flops to the floor as he tried to stand up. So you knew something yeah. happened. I didn't know it was yeah. quads until you start reading like yeah website. Oh yeah, as what me personally, did. I just because again I watched it live. I, I, mm. I thought he crapped himself. He just stand up. I just thought, what you made you crap? Is that what you thought? Was the crapping made him like collapse? That's what I thought. He like went like jelly, bless him. Like as he stood up, he like you know in the ring and he went straight down. He went jelly like jelly legs and dropped. I don't want to be nasty, but I thought because he crept himself, I thought if he stood up, maybe he's like back coming class or something. So I thought, okay, if I sit down, it's like at least you know. Mm. And worst case scenario, it's like if I you know I sit down, it won't it won't come out. Worst case scenario, it's like you know, you kind of carry me back, and then when I get back, yeah, I clean myself up. So I, again, mm. stupid, but. I was I was younger man then, and quite rightfully so. Again, people may say, "Oh yeah, you know, Joe Cena should have won," but yeah, Batista, you know, Matt started again, boom, threw him out. I was like, "Yeah, I'm happy." Oh yeah, and, but I mean, really, like you look at it back in the day, the, that was a draw. Lex Luger and Bret Hart draw. Yeah, that's so, true. So really, like it should have been a draw, Batista and John Cena, and yeah, you know, they, both, they both, which yeah. you could have done. I mean, because I actually thought at the time it was legit. And you're only reading that, like, because if you hadn't said that that was um, an accident, accident, you would have thought that's that's how they booked it. Like, oh, basically, no. they're both no, on the level. They're both yeah. on the level at that point. It's like, okay, yeah. they both went for their titles at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, you could, you, you know, you could have seen it booked as such. Like, okay, uh, Batista and John Cena both win, and then they both get yeah. the challenge. Like, I challenge uh, Triple H. I challenge JBL. To be fair, and, and they both like because that did make a statement. Like, okay, we Batista slightly better than John Cena. That's what I thought, yeah. That's, that's how they presented because he's like, yeah, and then he did just lob him. So, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, other than once you, yeah, you would have thought that that was the actual plan. That, to be fair, Anton's right because watching it, I thought, okay, they both gone out. And it went perfectly, so didn't I, it? I mean, they literally oh, went yeah. down so, like, like, <laughs> like, like yeah, because obviously. Did, did so, Johnson yeah. fall in his head in it? He fell in his head or something, didn't it? Well, I mean, but, they felt they, they both sort of bucked because it was a power bomb. I mean, it's quite a big yeah. thing because Batista basically lost it. He was yeah. supposed to power, I think, power bomb him out kind of thing. I yeah. don't know how they were going to do it. Like, he's just going to push him out. But so it's like, he's little hoisted him up into the power bomb. Then they both went, over the back. Yep. I mean, that's yeah, that could have been really nasty Yeah, as an injury. But, they yeah, they both were fine from it, able to carry on after when they restarted it. Mm. But, yeah, I, I mean, they, the landing on that, because Lex Luger and Bret Hart went over in a, yeah, so, a certain way, like holding each other oh, going yeah. over yeah. and, yeah, staying in tight. Mm. That, that was still able to be like a, a photo finish, true unintentionally. Was yeah, <laughs> like a stroke of good like on bus. Good yeah. on Well, I mean, it's it's one of the things, like I said, they decided to just run with it, like okay, let's just call it a yeah, let's a just draw. play it off as a draw. Yeah, yeah, we can work with that. Because I'm mm. like, Sam, I'm surprised they didn't book that as the actual plan finish, it hadn't been done for a long time. Keep mm. both John Cena and Batista looking almost like equals, no one's better than the other. But Batista no. did, like I say, Batista then just sort of like just chuck run, them, run around, yeah, there you go. Yeah, like, okay, See, I'm, going to, I'm going to WrestleMania. At this point, again, I like JBL, so I was thinking, mm. you know what? Again, I like again. I, I wasn't too fond of Triple H, but I thought, you know what? As much as I like the World of Hitler, I thought to be WWE champion to me meant more. I don't know about you, but to you, to me, it meant more at the times. So I thought I want Batista to go and face JBL. It did, although, I although I mean, it meant more to me because it's a WWE title. Yeah, it's a, that's it's what, a title yeah. that goes back like it's the WWF WWE yes. title. To me. Yeah. Whereas the World Heavyweight Title is a created one, but also because it was on Raw, it was typically like Raw was very much felt like the big show, the, the A show they used to call it. In the I didn't show. like Raw. I, was, I, I no, but, it, I, but you felt I like, like it was. Raw. You felt like it was the important one. 
Like that, whoever's the champion on that brand is the top champion. No, I know that. Yeah, I know that. So but... winning that belt was like, okay, he's now the top champion on on of WWE, even though he's not the WWE champion. That was nah. the top. Although, like, I mean, yeah, the fact that you had Brock Lesnar as the champion. That's what I'm saying, though. Was, but I'm it saying. still, it still felt like there was more important because SmackDown wasn't live and. Mm. Although that's that, it just it did feel like okay, like to be that's where you want to be, like the face of the company is mm. raw. Yeah, but yeah, I, again, I was again, I knew obviously I knew Raw was a bigger show, but at the time I was like, Ugh, I'm I'm sick of Raw because mm. of Triple again because of Triple H. Yeah. But again, I, I just love him relationship with him. But like, yeah, just, SmackDown was always a slicker show. Oh yeah, I, I felt like yeah. slicker, but like I say, it just felt like it's almost like okay, it's the better quality show, but I the, JBL. The, the big the big time show was that yeah. was Raw. I, I prefer JBL, so I was hoping that okay, you know what, Batista goes in the face, um, JBL wins WWE title there, I think. And again, this is my you know fantasy booking. I was hoping if he does face Triple H, he faces him basically for the Rodovich title, and in my mind becomes undisputed champion again. I because I've already seen undisputed champion before, and I was hoping it was always going to get back to that. I thought, well, if one guy's going to do it, maybe it's this guy. Mm. So that was my thinking in two thousand and five. So. It's funny because you had like Triple H basically trying to, you know, trying to um, convince him to, you know, Dave, you know, face JBL, blah, 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 blah. And I remember there was like a segment basically where, like, and I know, I know you were talking about, you know, why do guys do this? Where like the, t- the, oh, the, hidden, there, the hidden camera, yeah. The hidden camera. It's like he's talking to Rick Flair. He's like, mm. Dave's not smart enough. He's like an idiot. I know, yeah. I, yeah, he's an idiot. I know what's best. I know what's best for evolution. Mm. But he's, you know, Dave yeah, would do it. They like, didn't he yeah. do some sort of thing where he's like uh, the, the limo? with the horn yeah. that tried to run Batista over it was them behind yeah. it so yeah. like to make him angry to, to want to go to Smackdown and fight JBL yeah. for the belt yeah. like JBL tried That's to take him out clever though it's clever yeah yeah if they hadn't been bragging about it backstage while Batista's hanging around the corner I thought again like I didn't think about the time but looking at it now I'm thinking you know he's like Dave's this Dave's this mm-hmm. and he's like you just kind of stand there smiling thinking idiots like like what you'd say mm-hmm. you know there's a camera there realistically it's going to get back to him you know it's going to get back to him one way or another. That, but that's where it becomes like, that's where it's like, it's a soap opera. It's like, it's not real. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, okay, well, this, is, this is just like you would be, if you're watching Neighbours or EastEnders. Oh, yeah. Like, you're watching them <laughs> talking and like, oh, Doc Cotton's <laughs> around the corner listening to, <laughs> listening to Phil Mitchell and then yeah. Echo, like, hatching it. She's going to go and grass them up. It's yeah. like, is, is that guy who's like, okay, you don't question it because you know it's a soap. It's yeah, a soap of opera, whereas wrestling shouldn't be, but that's basically they turn wrestling into a soap opera. Yeah. Like, okay, you're watching it and you know it's not real. Oh, yeah real thing so you're yeah you're watching this where batista's angled a certain way like okay they're having a little chat through the doorway and you can see batista waiting there but i mean yeah it made, it made good tv oh yeah I, I, like if you, look, yeah again you have to i still liked it i still like it now i, I well, can't yeah, look it because it, gave, I, I like it, it basically told you that okay when this thing happens later batista knows yeah and it's like, and he, yeah and he's, is it how's he gonna as he can like oh they yeah he's gonna get them because they and, they're going into it thinking it's all cool and what was it? They went into it basically. What was it like the, long... Yeah, it was like the decision, was it? So it's basically yeah. Batista, because he's won the Royal Rumble and there's two world champions, he can choose which one. Uh, they're trying to lean him towards JBL. And then it's which like, he's going to make his decision. And he's like, he's got the two contracts. Like, is he going to yeah. sign the, the Raw one to face Triple H or is he going to sign the SmackDown one to fight JBL? And then he's got the like the contract, like he's got the SmackDown one, Triple H giving, <laughs> giving him the fight. Yeah, the big grin, the double thumbs up. Like yeah, Batista's like yeah, thumbs up. So basically, it was it was a callback to the Randy Orton turn. Yeah, when they yeah. turned on Randy Orton, like like I said, Batista had Randy Orton up on the shoulders, like he's celebrating the World Heavyweight Championship the next night on Raw, mm-hmm. and then Triple H is like giving him the thumbs up. Yeah, well done. And then all of a sudden, he, he keeps his thumb there, pauses, 
turns it down like Gladiator thumbs down. Yep. Execute him and then Batista dropped him back. So it was like Beautiful. that. Yeah. Oh. Just, it was a callback there. So like he, they're doing the thumb. Batista's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, give you the thumb. Holds it there and then all of a sudden his face turns and thumb goes down. It's like, and then uh oh, they realize like Ric Flair yeah. tries to rush him. So he takes Flair <laughs> yeah. out and he takes out Triple H. He, and he's, yeah. Boom, and he slams him through the table. I'm not gonna lie to you. I remember watching I was thinking, my God, he destroyed that, him. Yeah, I mean that oh. was a, that was a, that was a brilliant segment. That's the thing. Yeah. And the crowd reaction, just yeah, you know, like it was Ooh. built. It was built brilliantly. Like the storyline, just you knew it's gonna yeah, it's gonna come to a, it's gonna come to a like a conclusion soon. It's like yeah, when it did, like they yeah they they handled that perfectly. It felt it felt like a big moment. And you know what? At that moment, I was like, you know what? I, again, to me, I wasn't sold on Triple H Batista when he did that. I was like, okay, and he had the belt up at the end. I was like, yep, yeah, okay, I'm good. Yeah, literally from, from that point, I was like, I'm good. Mm. JBL, yeah, face you, you want to face? I'm good. I'm good with this. So I was like, all right, cool. They go into WrestleMania and everything. He's talking about, you know, I'm going to become the world great champion. He's, you know, the pro. I think the build up for this was amazing. Mm. And it, you know what? I know people are going to say it doesn't mean nothing. To me, WrestleMania is. So for me, the World Cup is a big deal to me. So the World Cup final. Is, is a big deal. You have the Olympics, so it's a big deal. You know, again, now, you know, Champions League finals, big deal. To me, WrestleMania was like the biggest thing at that point for me. I love WrestleMania. So I used to look, you know, I, I always want to see people basically have like these big entrances, just these, you know, good things. And when Patisa kind of came out, I thought, okay, cool. And I thought, because I thought he might have some, like, some gladiator kind of theme or something. But obviously he didn't. And, you know, Trinidad comes out with, um, was it Lenny? <laughs> yeah, Lenny and everything. Yeah, Motor, Motorhead. Motorhead, say Motorhead. And, like, he comes out, I thought, man, this is such a cool entrance, but he's going to lose. Because, mm. again, I, I was hoping that he was going to win, but I thought, ain't that funny how Trinidad's always, like I said to you, he has that WrestleMania kind of, um, that January to Feb- January to April, the WrestleMania physique. He had a good physique, always has the great, you know, at, at this point, it's like to build to it, but he had, like, the good WrestleMania entrances, remember the year before, was it? In Toronto, he had them kind of. Um, who's it? Is it uh, Dryden Paul? You remember? Yeah, you mean, uh, yeah, in, in 2002. 2002. So, WrestleMania 18, he had that Dryden Paul kind of uh, singing something. But for me, it was more because he looked like this, like Hercules. Mm. <laughs> Same thing, 2001. He had, he had more head again, but he looked like Hercules. He's big, jeez, like, like this uh, me head, basically, Hercules. Mm. But the match itself, I don't know. People people crap on it, but I thought it was okay. I liked it. I, I, it, it wasn't like it, it wasn't uh, five star Dave Meltzer. No, it was nothing like that. But you know what? For what it was, I enjoyed it. The back and forth and everything. Triple H was busted like hell. Batista, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just the fact that right at the ending, again, people you know people say sometimes, oh, you know, um, about the main event. The main event. I've always said the main event should be. The world title, WWE, whatever, whatever. The world title should be the main event. I don't care if it's Rock versus Austin. Rock Austin, as big as you are, mate. As Austin said, if you're not here to be the WWF champion, you should be here. You should be here at all. That to me was that to me was it. That was it for me. The Batista bomb holds me in the air. Bam! Batista bomb. And listen, listen to the, it's, it's again. I'm starting my voice saying. So apologize. The way he lifted it's like he had him in midair and he slammed him. Literally, Batista. That uh, was it. Triple H literally is like he bounced on the floor, bounced up. One, two, three. My only thing here, and the people may say, oh, you know, 
it's a it's like a moment. He was crying. Who gives a damn? Who gives a damn? I'll cry. Look, me, even me in my state now. If Vince Mc, if Vince McMahon said, "Listen, Gable, we're going to give you a six month run. In the, we're going to give you a year run in the WWE. We're going to make you one of it champion or your WWE champion." May I would ball. I would ball like a kid at WrestleMania. I don't, would you not, Anton? I would. I'll be crying. Like, Thank God. As a kid, I wanted this dream. He helped me happen. Mm. And then think about it. This guy, within what, five years in the business, world heavyweight champion. Jeez. Mm. Again, it's not Kurt Angle where, you know, Kurt Angle within a couple of years, you know, it's a couple of years, a couple of years, a couple of years. No, if that, a couple of years, WF champion. Mm. But, you know, Kurt Angle won, won it. Well, the thing is, Kurt Angle won it, what, in um, No Mercy. Mm. Yeah, 2000. Yeah, no mercy. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to downplay it like it's no big deal on that thing, but mm. it would have been better if Kangle won at WrestleMania, like a you know, bigger stage there, I think. But within a year and less than a year on the main roster, actually, I hate, I hate saying that, less than a year in the WF, he won all the belts there was to win. Mm. Single belts, essentially. But great main event and everything. Batista was the world champion. For me, this is what the Batista ride just went. Woo! So Batista, WrestleMania, he's won the World of Wit title, comes out on Raw, he's banging suit. Again, here's when, again, I already said this before, Batista kind of had a little style to him. The man, the guy, I won't say Rick, he learned from Ric Flair, but boy, banging suit. Mm. Banging suit. And so he comes out, you know, he's like, yeah, World of Wit champion, you know, happy, celebrating. Triple H comes out, you know, yeah, I got my rematch and everything. So, oh, okay. And again, I, it's stupid because we know it's going to get rematch. Yeah. But I don't know about you, but for me, I remember thinking, ah, oh, I think Triple H is going to win it back now. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, history, <laughs> history told you that, didn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, pretty much he, he would lose the belt like, to Shawn Michaels, win it back straight away, He'd lose it yeah. to... Uh, yeah, he'd lose to Randy Orton, he'd win it straight back. So it's like, yeah, you possibly he'll get it back. Even with the Rock, remember the Rock 2000, like he'd won it, then he mm. lost it, won it, lost it. I thought, oh, no, is it going to be him now again? Yeah. And I thought, well, okay. So I thought, you know, if, it, if, it, if it's a month, then, well, okay, well, what can you do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and... it, it seems to, yeah, it seems to be sort of like he's, he's run a dominance from 2002 onwards. Like, if mm. it might be a couple of, I mean, the thing with Randy Orton, he'd won it, like Benoit beat him, Randy Orton beat Benoit, he beat Randy, but it was like, it weren't long, long periods without him being a champion. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, even if he didn't win it in the first, straight away, because didn't they have a, they had a regular match at first. Didn't yeah, they, so like the, in a rematch. Yeah, the match like, backlash. backlash. Yeah, that was a regular The backlash match. one. I, I actually liked it, did you? Mm. I, I liked it. I'll be honest, I can't really remember them vividly. Like, I remember, yeah, I so remember... The, I remember the, the fact first that Batista one. was beating him. No, I mean, I remember the, like WrestleMania. I don't, I, I couldn't really say, oh yeah, I remember this in the match. I remember the, yeah, I remember Batista winning it. I uh, can't, I can't say like, yeah, these matches leap out of me. Like, yeah I, yeah, I haven't watched them again. Okay. Since they happened and they don't, they're not matches that sort of stick with me. Uh, uh, what I remember is that Batista beat him sort of three times in a row. He beat the WrestleMania, uh, beat Backlash and he beat me in the Hell in a Cell. So it's like I was trying to go. I was trying to go through it, man. Well, no, I'm just gonna say that's the only thing that stands out for me, like the fact that okay. he he, do, he dominated Triple H in the results. Okay, okay, yeah. That's yeah. where that's the actual match. Yeah. I mean, do the matches stand out to you? Like you can remember no, 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 the no, actual well, matches. I remember the results. No, for that, it, for that it, series. To be fair, it was more like just like in the the in the backlash one. 
Mm. He's going for the sledgehammer, couldn't do it. Um, off, nearly off the top of the rope, bam, like Batista bomb. Mm. One, two, three. And then it's like, um, if I remember, he had a match on Raw on, I think it was against Edge or somebody. Mm. And then it's like, he talks about how, you know, Triple H, you ain't got it no more. You know, bye bye, you've had your shot, get out of it. Yeah. And I think they had like a tournament where I think he fought Benoit in a tournament. He tapped out to Benoit. And like Batista's like, oh, you're no good, go away, you know, get, you know, and Triple's like, you know what? I'm done with Raw. That's gonna build a story. I'm done with Raw. I'm dying, I'm done, I'm going home. Mm. Rick Flair's trying to talk him out of it. Bishop's trying to talk him out of it. He said, no, I'm going home. I'm done. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he left. Everyone thought he left. And then it's like, okay, you know, as the end, Batista faces Edge, and this is when Edge won, won the money in the bank. Mm. So he, he didn't cash it in, but it's like he had a title shot. He won the tournament. Yeah. Batista literally beats Edge. Uh, um, Triple H something comes back. Good physique, smashes Batista with the sledgehammer, beats him half to death, literally destroys him. And I thought, oh no. And again, um, they had the match against WrestleMania, he lost. He had the match at Backlash, he lost. And he said, I'm gonna fight you in a steel cage. And I thought, ah, hell in a cell, sorry, hell in a cell. And I was like, okay, he fought Jericho, beat him. He fought, um, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, beat him. He fought, uh, Kevin Nash, beat him. I thought, okay, now definitely, because again, history dictates that. When Triple H near enough fights it, the cage, kind of becoming wins. smash, didn't it? He's <laughs> yeah. kind of taking it off the Undertaker. It's like, oh, that's yeah. my that's my gimmick match. Like, yeah. Hell on the Cell is my match now. Because Triple H, what he lost against Shawn Michaels, he lost against uh, Brock Lesnar. Just he lost a couple of times before. I can't remember who else. Oh, we ultimately and he had one with, with um, you know, I mean, he lost the Undertaker, didn't he? Hell on the Cell in the end, but at, at yeah. first, like for years, that was like that was kind of like his match. Yeah, like yeah, because he retired Mick Foley in it, didn't he? In a Hell in the Cell. Was it? Well, was it? Was it a cage match technically? No, it was a Hell in a Cell match when he when Cactus Jack fought Triple H in two thousand. Two thousand? Yeah. Oh, you mean that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking about um when Undertaker threw him off. I apologize. Sorry. No, no, that was ninety eight. But no, like yeah, Triple right. H. So that was another one of his like big yeah. big wins. Yeah. Like as part of like in the Hell in a Cell. So it was like Hell in a Cell has now become his. Oh whereas, yeah. Whereas originally it was Undertaker's. So Mick Foley's match is like yeah. that. Triple H is like he's calling card if he brings mm. that out. And obviously, obviously, we know that again. We, 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 again, people, I was trying to build the story with the Triple <laughs> so, H. I, sorry, I for, sorry for spoiling your, your flow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, but obviously, yeah, but he's the one. But in this match, if you watched it, you thought, my gosh, Triple H is going to beat him. Mm. Sledgehammer in his face. Batista, I think he powerbombed him. Was it like, twice? He kicked out. Then I think he powerbombed him on the still and the uh, still steps. I said, still steps. One, two, three. Okay, fine, it's done. And then they did this at the pay per view, which like, they don't really do. They had this thing where the match was done, and it's like, okay, um, they kind of went backstage, and they showed. Do you remember this? When it's like they kind of showed the old um, Triple H is backstage. He's kind of sitting there, mm. and then you got Ric Flair, and then Batista comes in, and he's like, kind of screw face, and it's like he said, oh, you know, um, what was it? You're like, you know, you're the man sort of thing. He's like, Triple H, he drinks a sip of water, touches the belt, so you know, you're the man kind of smiling. It's like, the first time I can actually remember them kind of going behind the walls, does that make sense? Oh, it's mm. on pay-per-view. No, I don't, I was like, yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, that's a bit strange. Again, because I was, I, I was watching this rigid at this time. Yeah, that's what nah, I, remember it. I was starting but to drift, drift around this time. I was like, hmm. And I thought, okay, well, he's beat Triple H three times now. And if I remember, wasn't it like the first guy, again, just reading the record, it says that like, Triple H Batiste basically was the first guy to beat Triple H and he held a sales match that like, pin him. Yeah, is, again, I don't, yeah, I don't think he, yeah, that's what I mean. I think he, he so far, like that was Triple H's match. Yeah. So to me, I was thinking, 
okay, like, who's he going to face then? Because mm. at this point, really, and it, maybe maybe it's bad because I keep thinking, well, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H, he's really beating Edge. Just just to, just to bring a, yeah, I know, a Cody comparison there. Do you see the book in there? <laughs> Three matches in a row. But he's the beat Triple H. Yeah, Triple H. Yeah, still, stupid. Triple H yeah, still carried stupid. on. Still carried on as the main event guy. You still, you still rate him? No, 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 no. You, you, that, to that me, story, that story. But to be honest, that that story that really, helped, that really helped Batista. Of course, it made, did. made him feel like a bona fide, genuine main event guy. Because it's like, oh, he ain't just beat Triple H. He he's proven himself against Triple H, and in ways like he, yeah, like Triple H has not been able to take him. So it's like, he's not, you know, he's not average. But okay, I beat Triple H, which is good, but you can eat the thing, back. The thing with Triple H, it's like, again, it was a, it was a statement him. thing that really made Batista like bigger because he won three, but it didn't kill Triple H off. No, but the thing is for me, Triple H in 2005 was still a bigger star than Seth. Like, what was Seth's reason? Oh, um, I wasn't prepared. That's why you beat me. Okay, the second time. Well, I wasn't this. No, no, no. But I'm I'm saying that that has has been done before and it is still like it was a, you still bought into the third match, even though Batista beaten him twice. You still bought, you just, no, 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 no. no. You said said you bought into (laughs) the fact that this is Triple H's match, the Hand in the Cell, he's going to beat. What did Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes do? They had the Hand in the Cell as the first match. But the thing is, even, again, again, you're forgetting even if Triple H beat him, it's still two one Batista, mate. But still, still you you, you bought that match, so it, so it wasn't a bad. It's, it's no, not it, a not a standard traditional. Let's just book it this way: I win one, you win one. Blah blah blah. No, it's, it wasn't but, that I bought it. It's the fact that record has shown that Triple H always wins Hell in a Cell. So I just assumed he was going to win it. Mm-hmm. I assumed he was going to win it, and there would be a fourth match. And I thought, well, Triple H would win the fourth one, and then there'll be a fifth one at SummerSlam. That's why I think those were No, again, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> My thing was this. It was supposed to be Batista, Triple H, at SummerSlam. I, I think I when you're sometimes outside the box, I mean, that was that really helped Batista. I do think that no, was no, one of the things that really it, made him, like, obviously, winning the, the Royal Rumble, winning the world title was big yeah. at WrestleMania. But also the fact that he definitively beat Triple H in the feud, won a feud against him conclusively, beat him in three pay-per-view matches back to back. Oh gosh, yeah. One of them being a hell in a cell, which is like seen as Triple H's speciality match. Mm. It's like that has basically made Batista feel like, yeah, this guy's a, a real you know, he's top main event guy. Mm. He feel you know, like he gave him that aura because of it. It's yeah. like you could you could believe in him like as a as a winner, as mm. a star. No, no, I agree. You know fully, what? fully established. I, again, I literally, I literally just, because when you said it, I was like, oh, mate, mate it's going to talk about the, 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 the three in a row. I, I knew it. As soon as you said it, I knew it straight away. I knew it straight away. But no, I, again, the, I think, like I said, the only difference here, I honestly, because again, back then, I thought, okay, you win one, da, 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 but it gets to like two and two. I thought it'll be two and two, 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 and then the big one will be some of That's honestly what I thought. Mm. My thing is with Cody, it's like, okay, he's facing him, facing him, facing him, but it's like, it makes no sense because it's, again, there's no belt. There's nothing on the line, basically, to signify any importance to keep it going. To some no, but he's still, but he's still just... beating another player. Which oh no, he, yeah. which he needed. Like if he'd have had the back and forth with Seth, I think like now, of yeah, you know, again, we're going, we're going off off track from Batista, but it's like that is something that helps establish someone because you start having the what to say 50-50 all the time, yeah. especially like you know out of the gate they needed Batista out of the gate to be. Oh yeah. Doing something big, Cody coming back needs out of the gate, doing something mm-hmm. big. That was the biggest, like, and it still, yeah, you know, still kept you because you were thinking, all right, Triple H might win the title back at Backlash. Yeah. Didn't. Then you think, okay, he's going to win it now because he ain't going to lose three in a row, same as you thought yeah. with Cody and Seth. So I'm just saying, sometimes it's good that they play with stuff like that, and it does do, it does serve a purpose. 
I, I think it served a purpose with Cody Rose, and it served a purpose here for sure with Batista as really sort of, like I say, putting that exclamation point on him. It's like, he's here. He's a star. He's big. And he's, yeah, he's here to stay. All right. You in caught that, me in out. That role. You caught me out. But <laughs> again, it was for yeah. the, this one's for the title. I, yeah. I, I, I will stay for the title. So yeah. it, it was a difference, but you caught me out. So at this point, they had the draft. So mm. the, again, around this time, people, every year, I think from 2002, um, basically you had, a, you had a, let's say about, I think it was like 10 or 20 wrestlers would basically have to be picked. And then uh, whoever basically picked you, you go to the show. So if, if you was on Raw, you got picked for SmackDown. With SmackDown, then SmackDown, you go to Raw, vice versa. Yeah. So at this point, Triple H basically saying, Batista beat Triple H. And the only, and again, Anton's going to love, Anton will love this, even though, I, even though I don't want to say it. The only top guys on Raw at that point was who? Chris Jericho. Edge and Christian. Kyle as well, but these were the, basically the top guys on Raw. No, heel, heels. Oh, heels. okay. Sorry, you said top guy. Heels. Okay, top heels. I apologize. Sorry, sorry. Mm. I apologize. These were the top heels. And I know Anton's like, oh, you love Christian. Oh, Jericho. Oh, Edge. So it's like these guys were the top heels at the time. Mm. And as much as I like them, I like them basically because you know they they weren't you know it's weird because Jericho basically became undisputed champion at this point he beat Rock twice won the WWE title from twice and everything but for whatever reason Jericho just wasn't I don't know about you but in 2005 he wasn't at that top echelon was he no no he kind of drifted back down to still it's still let's like say he's still a player still had that yeah. sort yeah and he could slot into into it but he wasn't consistently staying yeah. in the main event anymore like no. like we were saying for Batista like he's he's arrived and he's feel like he's gonna stay. Jericho yeah. had, had hit the main events, but then they sort of pushed him back down a lot, and he, mm. was, he, he would flitter. Yeah. And Christian, I like Christian, but Christian, he wasn't there. Edge, I like Edge as well, but Edge was starting to rise. Mm. He, he, he had the money in the, he had the money and the money in the bank briefcase. Yeah. And again, the concept, obviously, with the briefcase, he was the first guy to have it. So it's like, okay, this guy basically can come and invoke his, his, his match whenever he wants. Yeah, they hadn't really established that he could just come out at the end of a match or no. join a beatdown. It was more like he can no. do his match. He can name his and match when he wants to. For me, I thought if Edge faced Batista, it's going to be Edge would win. So I thought, you know what? Ugh. I kind of, I again, I want Edge to win, but not yet. I want to win, but not yet. So when when Batista basically was drafted to Raw, so it's SmackDown, I was like, okay. Because mm. remember, wasn't Triple H basically also drafted to SmackDown as well? They, they basically, it's like they made Edge, I think Jim... Jim Ross basically said they made a mistake. They drafted, what was it, um, Triple H to, to SmackDown as well. And then, what is it, Raw basically had to trade, was it Booker T and somebody else, remember? Wasn't that 2004? Was that four or five? My, but I'm not sure if it... I, I, Again, I, think, yeah. I think Triple H went away for a while after the Batista losses, because then he came back like and beat up Ric Flair. And then, uh, yeah, 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 I think after Batista... Yeah, I don't think he got drafted. I think, yeah. Sorry, people, get my time and stuff. But it's like he came to SmackDown, and for me, Smack it, again. It's stupid because all it basically is is a it's it's a color. Mm. People can say what they want. Literally, Raws, Raws, SmackDown, SmackDown. For me, I like the you know the, you know the um is it the the background, the entrance theme, and everything. I like that sort of stuff. But reality, it's literally just a color. They're coming in. That's it. That's what it is. It's blue. It's red. That's what it is. Yeah, but but it, reason, but it also it did mean a fresh set of opponents because they did course. they did respect the brand split in the sense that 
typically like you know we didn't have that many people switch under normal circumstances and, and wrestlemania was the only time generally like royal rumble they'd mix it up with the two brands wrestlemania we'd have some dream matches like yeah. Shawn michaels cut angle and stuff like that so it was like it was treated as a big deal so him going over to smackdown means there's people he's never wrestled or hasn't wrestled for a long time it did feel like okay you're you are almost like you're in a different place there is there is going to yeah. be a difference um difference you being smackdown and when you're on raw but I think the thing that kind of made me a bit like confused because obviously he was one of the champion, mm. and at that time John Cena basically got drafted to Raw. Yeah, so temporarily so, you had two, you had the WWE champion and and the world champion on the same brand. Yeah, briefly, and obviously for a week there was no champion on SmackDown, so it was like, yeah. okay, we're gonna make this SmackDown champion. I was like, what the hell is SmackDown champion? Mm. Anyway, I'm I'm kind of glad they didn't do it, but it's like yeah. JBL is basically gonna be you know essentially the SmackDown champion. Batista yeah. comes out, it's like, oh yeah, Batista, and thing is final draft pick. Yep. And I, I can't remember if it was like it was a cream suit or something, but it's like he had this badass cream, this beautiful suit, mm. the glass and everything. I thought, man, this this guy, he's proper. He's proper. Like, yeah, this 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 to me, this is a champion. Mm. This is a champion of the 2000s. You know what I mean? That's that, that's why I assume. And so he comes out there and figured out for as much as I loved it, I've, again, I still had this idea that JBL still had it in him to be world champion. Mm. I, I I know you kind of you, I know you didn't think it, but I thought. Ah, I can see JBL beating Batista. You know, you know, you say you can kind of see certain people. I'm like, mm. oh, I'm happy, but JBL beating Batista. You, you were kind of torn. You like from one, yeah. one, one. You really want like champion. You want both yeah. champions. So you, yeah, <laughs> you'd be happy. It's like, yeah, I'm happy to see him win, but sad to see him lose. You know? Yeah. Or I'm happy to see him win, but sad to see him lose. So yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, upset you either way. And was it they thought I was the Great American Bash? Mm. And I'll be happy. I'll be honest, I was happy because I thought, you know what, JBL won the match, but he got a chair bashed off his head. So it's like, well, Batista still retained the belt. So I'm like, well, JBL mm. still won, but Batista retained the belt. And there was a there was a bit in the match where I actually thought JBL was going to win. I, I don't know. Did you, I, I don't know about you. I, I'm sure you probably watched the the um, SummerSlam match. Probably then the. I remember that a bit Great more because I remember there, yeah, like uh, like a certain moves like on the steps and stuff. But yeah, yeah I, again. I don't think I've watched them these matches this this oh, period okay. much. Like again, other than when I saw it at the time. So mm. yeah, the first match nothing doesn't really stand out vividly to me. The second one I do remember some bits. Like I remember stuff on the steps. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I think the SummerSlam match was good, but I think for me, I think because I don't know, I think I felt. More JB was, I thought more Batista was going to win this match because there was no whole bar match. It's just yeah. stupid because you expect the heel to win the hardcore ish match. But in the Great American Bash, the pay-per-view before, JB. Well, no, why why did you say that? Why did you expect the heel to win the the no holds barred? Say again. You said you expect the heel to win the like the. Sorry, no. I said for I said for some reason I expected the babyface at this point to win the nose hold bars match. Yeah. I think again because the, again. I was always going back, again, I'm a record guy. I love mm. my records, you know me really. And I think uh uh one match that kind of stands up to me. Uh is it no DQ, no hold bar match, Rock and Mankind, 99, uh January 10th, what it was, Rocks to the Wave Champion, Faces Mankind, you had DX, you had the corporation, mm. Nana basically the rocks basically beating Rock that um Mankind down basically. Babyface somehow still still wins. Mm. There's been other matches basically where like again. The baby faces, uh, same thing. Rock and Triple H, Backlash 2000. Basically, 
the heels basically are outnumbering the babyface, bam, he wins the babyface again. Because Stone Cold interferes. So I, I just assumed that someone basically will interfere in this match and help Batista. Obviously, Batista didn't need it, but yeah. So again, it's all, it's all, it's, it's a number game. I'm just, I'm just going by the numbers. That's what mm. it was really. But conventionally, you'd say what the heels basically win the the, the DQ matches or the not the DQ the no DQ no hold by match. They normally win. Look, well, no, like a heel. Typically, it was like a, the so a heel wins a match by cheating. So they can win a normal match because the babyface is playing by the rules and they're not. Yeah. So they win by cheating. So now you say, right, there are no rules. Now that it's a level playing field, and I, can, and I yeah, the babyface is gonna, I'm gonna kick your ass now because now Wait. I can, I'll, I'll use weapons and I'll. It's only when other, loads of people get involved. But if it's basically, if it's man, yeah, it's man versus man on man now, one on one. No, mm. you know, no holds barred. No, no, you can't like distract the ref and hit me with something. It's like yeah, if you bring a chair, I bring a chair. Fire with fire yeah. that the babyface should should be able to beat the hill. That's the idea. Didn't, didn't the rock beat mankind at Wimbledon ninety nine? Yeah, but that, but that weren't. Yeah, but that was by uh, recording. I quit, doesn't it? Like uh, that, again, no. And and Yokozuna beat the Undertaker in a casket match. Like if a hundred oh, people, yeah. like people get involved. <laughs> but the point is, like if it's just left between the two of us now, even if there's yeah. like I'm not cheating because there's no rules. So babyface yeah. doesn't. It's not. I'm not cheating anymore. I'm fighting fire with fire. We've yeah. removed the rules. So now, yeah, you come at me with whatever you got and I'll come at you with whatever I got and I win because I don't need to cheat. You you beat me because you cheat. That's how it genuinely was. So it's like, wait, at least, uh, mm. was it official that the, that it was a recording or not? Because I, I, I keep hearing that, but was it official that, yeah, he used the recording to, to beat him? I mean, officially Rock wins, but it's like it was a knowledge and story. Like it weren't, uh, we, we know like Mankind didn't really submit. He was unconscious. I assume he did. Did you? You actually thought that that was him that I quit. I quit. Yeah, I, I did. I did. <laughs> it sounded so rec- like recorded at the time. You kind of like they didn't make a bit a big fuss about like pointing it out, but you knew, yeah, like it had been a screwy, screwy ending. Well, I, I thought it was more a screwy ending because obviously he had him handcuffed, didn't it? That's why I thought it was. Old. No, a screwy ending is in like yeah, because mankind wouldn't quit, and he was and he was knocked out, and then like he puts it there, and all of a sudden you hear this thing over the tunnel. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, okay. Who- was was supposed to be Shane Ben or something? Who's supposed to be there? No, it was Mankind's voice, but That's recorded from because yeah. <laughs> when he he said about the Rock's gonna say I quit, I quit. So then they uh, used the yeah, recording yeah. from his promo. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so again, it's it's a screw, it's a screw finish again. Sorry yeah, me. but but yeah, the idea would be like, and yeah. Batista's a badass. He's a t- yeah, like he's a yeah. so really as long as no one gets involved. If it's him he's and JBL right. straight up, he should be able to. Yeah, the, your expectation as well. I mean, JBL's tough, but he's not presented as like bad. Yeah, badder than Batista. So now you're fighting him with no rules. Batista should be able to take him out and, and beat him and and beat him. Yeah, indecisively, which he did. He got the steps. Mm. Power, was it a spinebuster on the steps? Spinebuster, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, so put put him away definitively and like, yeah, just smashed him. You know, I'm gonna come into another part of Batista's kind of career. I'm a big fan of Eddie Grill, you know, late great Eddie Grill. I'm a big fan of it. And it's not because Eddie Grill died, you know, around this period. But for some reason, I wasn't, again, I wanted Eddie Grill to be world champion again, but I wasn't overly excited with Eddie versus Batista. I don't know about you. I was just like, uh, it was, it was I, interesting, I, wasn't it? Because it was, they started like it was almost like Eddie's his friend, but he's not his friend. It's like where they go. Oh, yeah. And it was like, yeah, because yeah, they, yeah, they, they had a match, didn't they? And then, no mercy. Yeah. yeah, and then they were gonna have a rematch, and then Eddie passed. Eddie passed away. Yeah, mm. and I think yeah. 
Stephanie's talked about how, you know, basically Eddie was supposed to win the world title. Again, whether he was whether he was or wasn't, I don't know. Mm. I know it's supposed to be, I know it's supposed to be him, Eddie, Randy Orton, and Batista in a triple threat match. I know that much. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I was looking forward to it. I mean, I was looking forward to it. Mm. And I did I did think, you know what? Maybe he might actually win it. Because I think Survivor, I remember Survivor series was literally maybe a couple of weeks later. So I thought, yeah. okay, Batista, um, Batista. Uh, Eddie Grill, Eddie Grill's world champion, they go face Raw. Okay, fine. Then Batista, Eddie Grill afterwards. Okay, fine. Mm. But obviously, Eddie Grill passed away. But I, it, it's, again, it's weird because it's not because he passed away, but I'm just thinking, it's like, I, I care, but I'm like, it doesn't seem that exciting. I get to me, it didn't seem that exciting. And for me, I, I don't know what it was. I didn't know that basically Batista tore muscle in his back. I, I didn't know that. Mm. Like it says, like, it was because it, I think I remember every Monday and Wednesday and Thursday. I used to always um, go on W.com and just try to find out little things like that, little things like that. Obviously, I was reading newspaper. Newspaper. <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> the dirt sheets. I was reading the magazines and everything. So, obviously, you get little things there. Mm. And I don't I don't even remember how he got injured. I, I don't remember at all. So, obviously, Eddie Grill passed away and everything, which obviously sad you know, to this day. You know, rest in peace, Eddie. And I remember they did, like, the tribute show, which is very, very good. I love the tribute show and everything. And... I remember let's say I remember Batista again. He was he was he was the um he was the leader in Team SmackDown, isn't it? Yeah. Because it was him, Bobby Lashley, JBL, Randy Orton, Mysterio against Big Show, Carlito, Chris <laughs> Chris Masters, Shawn Michaels, and Kane. Mm. And to me, I was thinking, man, SmackDown's gonna kill him. Because again, to me, again, I know you know me, Anto, I'm a big show. <laughs> I'm a big. I, 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 I like the Big Show, but Big Show had his moves where he's like in and out, in and out. Yeah. And at this point, remember, Big Show and Kane were tag champs. They were the World Tag Team Champions, mm. and they were they was on a fairly good run. I, I was going to say they were quite dominant at that point. Yeah. They were they, they were given like a monster sort of hill. Yeah. Like, mo- monster team. Yeah. And like dominating people, like two yeah really yeah dangerous big men. Because um, remember, didn't they beat up um? If I remember, didn't they didn't they basically beat up like Batista originally? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. choke slamming for a table, yeah. ringside and stuff. Yeah. Because again, you had these two, but obviously you had Shawn Michaels. I thought, well, you can't count Shawn yeah. Michaels. Yeah. But it's like you had Carlito. I'll again, I like Carlito by default because he beat Shawn Michaels because no, because he beat John Cena. Um, I like to by default. And he bought his crazy cousin Jesus to basically stab him up in, mm. in a nightclub. Yeah. Which, again, it's, it's crazy, but you know what I mean? I liked my default. Masters never found a masters. And I, I, thought, do, I mean, I, I liked I thought. He, like and this was like new blood. I liked. I thought Chris Masters could have been really. Yeah, I, I liked him. I thought he had that. He had something about him when he when yeah. he came out. I mean, and yeah, he, I mean, it looked apart for sure. Besides, oh, yeah. but it was like they were the new blood, weren't they? Carlito and Chris Masters. Yeah, they just need. Yeah, again, it's it's something that just need more commitment long term. You I know think, me, I... and they would have been. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Carlito was. He had a good. Yeah, he had the. He had the character, he had those yeah. vignettes, and he had like, yeah, the entrance music, the apple. Yeah. You know, he, had, he had something about him. Chris Mars, like I say, he looked the part. Obviously, he was going, yeah, it was a bit of a throwback type character, and, you know, like not known for his, not going to be known for his wrestling, wrestling, but he had an, yeah. you know, he had a, he had an aura, but he had a star, like a star presence about him, I think. And it's like, yeah. you know, he had the Master Lock challenge. He has like, you know, like he's someone that they could have like built on. And then, but you know, just don't thrust him into the big stuff. Yeah, you know, straight away he was in a few with Shawn Michaels, and I think to me, I think that's what probably killed him off for me. I think like, it was like Shawn you Michaels. needed, yeah, you need to yeah. let it build, yeah, for a while, and maybe then he could have been a challenger for Batista, yeah, down the line or someone like that. I mean, I think yeah, in the end, was it Lashley that broke his 
Yep. He's lock. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with what you're saying because they were yeah, Shawn they Michaels. Were, there's, there's Shawn Michaels again, killing off, killing off people's all again. Well, no, it's not Shawn Michaels' fault. But they were, they were both new at this point. They weren't, yeah. yeah so they, yeah. I feel, I feel like they could have been good. They were like the new blood coming in hmm. that you, yeah, you thought, okay, it's like, yeah, they're freshening things up with new stars. And they had, especially yeah. Carlito felt like he was going. So he won the US belt straight away. He'd had those vignettes building him up. So, yeah, but they weren't as, yeah, weren't as big, nah. weren't as strong as the SmackDown. Team. Batista. Mm. Again, Bobby Lashley wasn't what he was. But again, he was something. Yeah. JBL for sure. Again, JBL, again, he can get beaten up, but like Ric Flair, he could somehow cheat his way through it also. He was a big guy. Yeah. He was, he's a big guy. And, he'd, and, he'd, and he'd recently, recently that year been WWE champion. So it's yeah. still a status thing. Randy was Randy Orton, and obviously Rey Mysterio. Mm. Again, he wasn't World of Champion yet, but again, he was still good. He could somehow, yeah. you know. So I thought, okay, there's no way Raw's going to win. And lo and behold, Raw didn't mm-hmm. win. Mm. I was like, okay, fair enough. And <laughs> again, after this time, again, like I said, I because I didn't grow a dad, basically, I was constantly going, for me, I used to constantly go on to the WWE website. And they used to always show like tributes and everything, stuff like that. And I remember thinking, oh, I love basically if they had like um, this big match for like Eddie, where mm. they did like, they did, like all the belts on the line sort of thing. And let's say like uh, Raymond still basically won a belt for Eddie, something like that. And I remember, was it, um, oh, what was that team called? Uh, Eminem? So you had Johnny Nitro, you had Dre Mercury, you had that stupid Molina as well. Mm. And they fought uh, Batista and Rey Mysterio for the tag team titles. And I thought it was quite, again, it was like unique, but I thought, well, it's like, if Batista come with the tag belts, it's like, oh, he's a double champion, like Austin and uh, what was it? Uh, Diesel, you know, all of that. Yeah. Because I think, if I remember, Austin was double champion. I know Diesel was. Bob Baculin. That was it. In terms of World Tag Team, WF slash World Tag Team Champion, WWE Champion, and World, uh, sorry, WF Champion or World Champion, plus the Tag Team titles, one of them. It's only been, what, three or four? I don't actually know. Pedro Morales, isn't it? Pedro Morales, I forgot about that. Mm. Pedro, so Pedro, who is it? Pedro, Diesel, Austin, and yeah, him at the time. Mm. At the time, him. So he would have been the fourth guy. So yeah. So again, people, when it comes to history, I like to, you know, obviously, obviously, you've had um, John Cena and Miz and afterwards, but I don't care about that. But yeah, I was happy. But I will never forget it because I remember watching it with a couple of friends at the time, and. Again, I think it's we was we were younger people, so people you can't you know we was younger. I'll never forget it. Batista basically stole Joey Joey Natural. So who's it? John Morrison's woman, so Melina. He's kissing her up and everything like that. I thought, oh, this is slick Rick basically. He's, like, he's banging her, he's doing what she's doing, and therefore, that basically the storyline basically was like, okay, you know, they're gonna use Melina as, as a way to kind of get Batista. I thought, Melina, who you basically look as a whole? He's basically he's smashing you. He's doing he's doing everything. And you, you're a moron. You're sitting there not doing nothing. If that was me, you're, you're gone. Mm. And and they still won. You know, but this still, still still won. Yeah. I know behind the scenes, a lot of people didn't like this at the time because obviously his wife was going through cancer. Mm. And apparently, well, not apparently, it has been confirmed that he was dating Melina. Like, you know, he was, you know, dating Melina. Not dating. How, how would I put it? He was uh, sleeping with her. He was, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to be political here. Yeah? No, you know, you know, man, let's keep it on. He was sleeping with Melina at the time while Melina was with um, 
can't say Johnny Nitro because he wasn't it, Johnny Nitro. Yeah, that's time. John Morrison. Yeah, yeah Johnny Nitro, John, uh, John Morrison. And for me, I think as a man looking at it now, I've, you know, I, my respect for Batista dipped down a lot because first thing, I hate cheating. If you're with someone, stay with them. If you don't want to be with them and you want to go with somebody else, do what you got to do. But for me, it's like, look, his wife was had cancer. She could have died. Mm. She could have died, which is one thing. I know, I remember him doing on SmackDown. You had like all these um, cancer awareness things on SmackDown. I remember seeing that. Mm. And no one basically, you know, you're cheating your wife for Melina. Again, Melina was nice. She wasn't like an ugly woman, I think. But it's like, you know, Johnny Natural, John Mo, you know, Johnny Natural, you're a punk basically because this guy's really banging your woman and you're not doing nothing about it. But then you would say, well, what's he going to do? Let's say Johnny Mercury, Johnny Natural did bang, did basically beat up. Again, I don't, again, we don't know. We don't mm. know. But let's say he did beat up Batista and he got fired. You would say, well, Johnny Natural's an idiot. Basically, he should have done that. Yeah, your name. No, you do what you got to do, but it probably would have been career suicide for him. You, you. I don't know you. about you, me, me. I wasn't no, in no, the no, situation. No. You, you. No. Let's hear you. Let's hear no. you. You brought it up. Let's hear what you was going to do. No, if if I, that was your girlfriend that was sleeping with Batista. I'll deal with her first, and then I'll deal with him. <laughs> so what are you going to do? <laughs> she goes out the... Look, look, at the end of the day, look, people, again, I think we spoke about it before. First of all, go to your partner. Mm. They're the ones I'm not with. I'm not with Johnny, Johnny Nitro. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not danger. I'm not, I'm not like that. But the woman is the one I'm with. I'm going to her. I'm not saying I'm going to be up on her because I, I, you know, I don't don't be up on her. But I'll go to her and do what I need to do with her. Then yeah. I go to him and say, "Listen, you should know better. I'm with this woman, blah blah blah." Mm. Then I deal with you. What What are you going to do to Batista? <clears throat> huh? What are you doing to Batista? What How are you dealing with him? Like jo- like Joey Styles to JBL, bam. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, but but again, you do it outside. You don't do it. You don't do it. No, nah, I mean, the, yeah. At the, at the end of the day, I mean, yeah. But at one point, Booker T had a an incident with with Batista as well. I mean, and then, and then what happened? Yeah, what I happened? mean, he did. That's the thing. But at the end of the day, it's, it's your choice. Like if you choose to. So uh, my thing is okay. You be professional. Yeah, okay. He, he could. I mean, the thing is, Booker T was more held in a higher regard he, at that point. He was a man's man. That's what. It no, was. no, was I know. But I'm saying, he was a man's like, man. yeah. Whether whether he he did I mean no, yeah you it's, you it's think a man's man. a, yeah. <laughs> it would you're, you're trying it, to spin it you're trying to no spin no it. I'm saying it would it, it probably like it would have been I think been better for him to have dealt with it uh, yeah probably that way whether he would have felt better <laughs> about it but he, yeah he quite possibly would have been because he wasn't of a certain standing he probably would have had sort of career suicide but yeah at the end but of the day look how bad like, it is though look how bad it is though look, I like look I like Batista. Mm. I like Batista. Even I, was I mean, it might not. But that's the thing. It, it might not have been. It might not have been sort of uh, let go for it. Um, mm. Yeah. At the end of the day, but yeah, he's. Well, what about Matt Hardy? Didn't he? He ended up working matches with Edge. Yeah, rather, but again, like, I, rather I, than like beating him up. No, he, no, he was fired. He was fired. He was fired. No, I know, but he came back. Yeah, but he didn't not for beating him up. Oh no 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 no. Mm. So but again, yeah. I was doing again. I like Edge, but Edge was wrong, and mm. Edge even admitted it was wrong. But. We're going back to it. Batista and Mysterio won the tag team titles. And then at Armageddon in 2005, they basically fought Batista. Batista. They fought um, Shokane, as I used to call him, Shokane, mm-hmm. um, for the tag. See, I thought it was basically for the tag belts, but it was basically just tag champs against tag champs. Mm. And you know what? This match was actually pretty good. I, 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 for what it was, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But 
I'm happy that Big Show and Kane won because I thought, how can these two teams, as you would say, how can these two teams to come out of nowhere come together and basically be an established team? Mm. And as usual, Remister was the weak link. <laughs> it got taken, he got taken out. Bless him. They got taken out. But um, yeah. Uh <laughs> sorry, I apologize. I'm still thinking of jo- uh Joe Natural. Apologize. Um yeah. And if I remember correctly, before the end of the year, you had Eminem defeat Batista and Mysterio again. And then here's when you had Mark Henry come back, return to SmackDown, but yet he was a somebody. Mm. Here's when he actually was like, okay, you know what? I can actually believe this about Kingley now. He came back and Air Force injured him, but apparently he'd already been injured before anyway. Yeah. No, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think. I think he did already, haven't he? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. They, he did. They, they yeah, used he did. that as a storyline, so. He did. Reason for him. Yeah. And I obviously thought at the time that Batista was going to lose the belt to Mark Henry. Mm. And I'll be honest, I was like, no. Because again, like you, I'd seen Mark Henry being a joke of, you know, Making love to May Young, sex with chocolate stiffness with Ivory, and I like Ivory back in the day, she was cool. But you know, it was a joke basically when Brock Lesnar needs to beat him up on SmackDown. I thought, oh, it's this clown, like, nah, forget it. So when he came back, I was like, you know what, all right, give me a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I took up Batista not once, I took him out twice. Okay, fine, no worries. And then it's like, next thing you know, you come on SmackDown. Oh, um, he's cr- again, beautiful suit, again, beautiful black suit, white shirt. Wonderful glasses, slick up hair and everything. He comes out. Um, I have the... I'm going to vacate my championship. Gives it to feel long. I never forget, people was crying. Mm. I was like, what are you crying for? Nah, again, I love wrestling, but I'm not crying, right? But if I remember, he basically... Because, again, records to me was a big deal. I think he surpassed Triple H that record for like 280 days at a time. Mm. So that at that point, for a long time, I think because I think basically from this point up to the end, I think he was basically like the longest Waterford champion. Yeah, but hadn't been, hadn't been in existence long at that point. No, only, only three years. No, but well, I that, think less. Even, well, yeah, just over three years. Of three years, but I think even to when even now, obviously it's not around anymore. But mm. even to now, like he officially is the longest Waterford mm. champion in history, which mm. to me is a big deal. And it was like you know, again for again, he came to the WWE two thousand and two, but mm. again, he's been in the business for five years. Yeah. He's been in business for five years. Water Rate champion, JBL, Batista, Batista, he's Batista. JBL, uh, Big Show, Kane, well, it's the Big Show, Triple H, all these guys. I think he's here in 2005, really, really good. Mm. I enjoyed it. I thought he really set himself apart. In a way, a lot of people thought, because you know what? He fought Triple H. Triple H technically did carry him. I can't knock it. He did carry him. How's he going to do on SmackDown? At this point, I think he did okay. Mm. I think he did okay, personally. You know, but you know, for me, Batista, he's had a good part, he's had a good career so far. This, my friends, is the part is the end of part one. And please tune in to see part two, where I will continue to praise Batista on his styles, his profiling, and his good career and even better career going forward. See you next time. The animal!